And welcome to the 27th episode of the Star Wars Weekly Podcast, where each week, my friends, Adam, Grant, and myself, Ben, talk about the week in Star Wars news and many other Star Wars-related ideas, themes, and theories. This week, Grant is back, and he will take us through the Core World news headlines, and we'll also uh, get into some... We're going to get back on the Hero with a Thousand Faces. And um, we're going to do chapter one, and it's going to be super. Um, and if you didn't read it, that's cool. Hopefully, we'll be able to explain it in a way uh, that you'll feel like you know Joseph Campbell and his monomyth and uh, and really the beginning and the coolest part um, in a lot of ways with the, with the call to action. So, yeah, um, with no further ado, Grant, what the heck happened this past week in Star Wars? Well, you've got lots of news being transmitted from the core worlds. First and foremost, Variety reports Matt Smith has been cast in a key role in Star Wars Episode Nine. You may know him from The Crown or Doctor Who, uh, Terminator Genesis, for those deep cut fans. <laughs> yeah, you beat me to it. <laughs> but awesome. uh, fascinating, fascinating. Uh, and we're getting lots of casting news. Uh, Dominic Moynihan, we know, was casted uh, yeah. obviously two weeks ago. I think so. I believe so. Yeah. Um, and then we also know there's a, there's a new rumor of a... Uh, female casting call for a character who's codenamed Karina. Um, hmm. Looking for 27 to 35. The character's been described as Charlie's Theron, but younger. Oh, yeah. Oh, poor Charlie's Theron. When I read that, I said, like that's not... Yeah, I, I don't know if that description's verbatim what they wrote in the casting <laughs> call. I feel like that was maybe a spin. But, I'm guessing <laughs> it probably is. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Jeez, that's a, I mean, why don't you just go get Charlie's Theron? Yeah. Yeah. First of all, she's age, She's an ageless beauty. I know. Yeah. Second yeah. of all, there's only one Charlie's Theron, right. as far as I know. Yep, that's right. Wow. But that's... Matt Smith, I mean, that's the big news of the, yeah. Of the yeah. yeah, Yeah. I mean, if he's not First Order, right? He's got to be that, or Knights mm-hmm. of Ren. I, I, mm-hmm. It'd be a really cool Knights of Ren yeah. if he was one of them. Like, I feel like he's got to be a dark side user, because he looks... Kind of like he's already been corrupted by the dark side of the force in a way. Wow! And I'm not trying to be Let's mean about. Be that. Mean I'm not trying to be mean. I, I, that we would I, bend over backwards. No, but I like him a lot. But he's he's Smith. an odd looking dude in a yeah. very handsome way. Like he is, yeah. he is handsome, but he's also like he looks nefarious. Like You're just saying so. If he was in an acting class, they would cast him as a villain rather than a hero. Yes, the acting times. teacher would transparently yes. say, "Hey, you yeah. know what? You would make a great villain." Right. Yeah, and his run happens. Yeah, it totally does. And his run on Doctor Who, he was a little more kind of you know mischievous but also kind of they started going a little dark with him and kind of not knowing what he was and they played that mm-hmm. that trope a lot in yeah. that in that mm-hmm. run of that series of kind of like is he good is he bad because right. it kind of automatically seems not great yeah <laughs> yeah i saw him in the crown um, yeah. i i'm not a doctor who guy no no i didn't yeah. watch it but i watched all the crown which was fantastic and actually yeah. that director is going to be working on james mangold james mangold yeah, yeah his yeah, yeah. he's boba be fett right yeah the boba fett yeah movie, so he's tied yeah. but uh 
that's hmm. awesome. But yeah, that show is amazing, and yeah, he was is. fantastic mm-hmm. in that role. Um, yeah. So like, just like powerhouse acting chops between Dominic Monaghan, Carrie mm-hmm. Russell, and um, and Matt, and I mean, they would make a really cool Knights of Ren. Yeah. If yeah. They decided to go that way because you know. I don't know if they're force users or not. I'd, I'd love to hear what you guys think about that. Yeah. But if they're like these troubled Jedi, like following, you know, trying to blindly follow Kylo, but they see this other side, mm-hmm. or maybe they're inspired by Ray and the yeah. Resistance, yeah. and or they see, so, you know, they could do some really deep, deep yeah. acting and and um, some deep scenes with those characters, which would be awesome. Yeah. And I can see all those actors playing conflicted very well. <laughs> like they, yeah. they seem like they're all very good at playing that conflicted role of, and that would be a really interesting take on Nine, right? That you actually have. Ray and Kylo actually fighting over the souls of their followers more than actually fighting each other mm. in a way. Mm. Yeah, an interesting take. Yeah, poaching yeah. talent to the yeah. right side, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, that would yeah, you said it much better than I ever could. That's cool. Yeah, and we've already seen Ray and Kylo join forces and yeah. maybe introduce yeah. a, a kind of marauding band of warriors who are seeking answers yeah. for why yeah. the supreme leader has yeah. died and all these you know et cetera et cetera, and maybe having. Kylo rethink his relationship with Rey. That could be big. That could be another big, you know, yeah. moment in the story. But I mean, I think they're gonna be servants to Kylo Ren. I think they're I gonna. Agree. Kylo's going to lie, say that he yeah. killed Snoke for you know whatever reason he makes up, and then or not that he killed him, but maybe Snoke died by Rey killed Snoke, right? Oh, is that make what he, her the enemy? Oh, right. Make he her did. The, he did try to pin that on her as far as yeah. uh, as that, far as Hawks knows, right? That or he walks in with. Snoke's head on a pike. Yeah. Right? That's yeah, very dark yeah. side to be like, Fear yeah, tactics. I killed him. Yeah. yeah. Of course yeah. I killed him. He was weak and I showed him he was weak and now I am the alpha. You right. Know? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then that would be more, be a very more but, dark side, right? And then yeah. just be like, yeah, I lied to Hux because he's an idiot and, you know, yeah. and that's what we got to do to keep it in line. Mm-hmm. And as much as I want to see Matt Smith be maybe the head honcho of the Knights of Ren and kind of be the one who tests Kylo the most and mm-hmm. maybe is, lives more in the vein of, of who Snoke was and kind of represents that raw evil mm-hmm. uh i would rather see carrie russell or a female yeah, like a, a, yeah. A, you know a woman lead the knights of ren yeah. uh opposite kylo ren i think that would be more interesting i think we're missing that i mean the eu has like abeloth and mara jade and yeah. all these kind of uh these dark side women and i think it's really cool it's a really yeah. cool relationship we really haven't seen yet and i'm just waiting for that to, we right. didn't get asajj ventress in the uh in the prequels like i mean i'm just right. waiting for this kind yeah. of new dark woman to to come to the forefront definitely it's really cool did you read any uh the the bane novels the bane trilogy with zazana yeah Yeah. Yeah. she was that was a great um character i think there was talia or darth talon there was another one in that series too yeah that might be legacy the comics legacy uh talon yeah she's a twilight definitely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but i feel like there was one that sort of it's been a while since i read it but i thought he actually had two female apprentices and yeah. one challenged him too early at the beginning mm-hmm. of a book and, and got smoked. Yeah. And we know JJ was going to make Snoke uh, a woman before he made him made uh, Snoke a man. Yeah. So that's interesting yeah. to think about. To I me. mean, yeah. the, the other side, too, the other possibility is that um, that I'm still holding on to is that if we do a little time jump, um, Ray started to collect talent. Yes. And, yeah. um, so some of these people could actually be. And I mean, I, that, that would be great yeah. if Matt Smith was like this. You know, just casting him in a light side role. He totally and could. Like, like that, there would be tension mm-hmm. there thinking like, yeah. is this guy going to go dark just yeah. based on, I don't know. Yeah. Then you have some romantic tension possibly as sure. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have trouble seeing Dominic Moynihan mm-hmm. um, as the Knights of Ren. Um, Why? Because he's short? 
Yeah, that's why. No, uh, he just I, and I don't know because he's a hobbit. Like, and yeah. I don't mean that in a short way. Like, yeah. I will always picture him as a hobbit, and it's yeah. hard for me to imagine mm-hmm. the hobbit going dark. But he could totally do it. You know, I think so. I, I have a feeling that he's gonna pop up as a resistance, someone in the he, resistance, yeah. or working with with right. right. I'd like he could do a really, and I don't mean this. This is gonna sound mean, but. I would be interested to see him as like a sniveling servant in the Knights of Ren as kind of like just like the one guy who's yeah. just like toad wow. in the you know the le- like evil yeah. mutants like just being yeah. like yes master like totally just very sniveling and wanting to yeah to ride his coat yeah. yes definitely a lot of those Knights of Ren might be half and half you know they might not mm-hmm. be you know as drawn to the dark side as Kylo has been and possibly some of the other characters like Matt Smith if we're, if we're forecasting he might be fully yeah. dark you know Maybe some of them are on the light side still. Maybe some of them are re- regretting the decisions they made. Yeah. So, yeah, I could see Dominic Moynihan being that yeah. character in yeah. the Knights of Ren. And we kind of want that, right? We want personalities in our Knights of Ren. They mm-hmm. want it because you can sell more action figures, oh, you yeah. sell more mm-hmm. comics, you sell more books if you have given them each your own thing. And you're hiring three people who are real actors. Like they've been mm-hmm. in serious yeah. franchises, been in a lot of shows. They know how to act. They're going to use them appropriately. They're not going to just yeah. have them in the background twirling lightsabers, right? They're going to get some lines. They're going to have some things to say. Yeah, I think just as difficult as it was for Ryan to uh, to make up why Luke was on the island, I think it's going to be just as difficult for JJ to explain where the Knights of Ren were in the yeah. last film. That's a that's a big question to answer in my mind. Yeah, they're on a quest. On it's a, quest. a week. Okay. Like, the, so sorry, not to right. make yeah, some, no, you're no, right, I'm right, sorry, yeah, yeah. great, that's right. really dismissive. But yeah. my thought is like, what I always forget when I watch these two movies is that they take place in yeah. like four days. That's true. Yeah. That's so true. like, I wasn't like, thinking because the reason why I kind of had that answer in my back pocket mm-hmm. is because of how they're dealing with Black Squadron in the comics to explain why they're mm-hmm. not there. And I was like, oh, that makes sense because yeah. they had to go on a mission for a week, and for in a week, week, everything went to crap. Yeah. Right. So maybe maybe they were on some dark force mission or something to go do something or a training mission or or maybe they were on their way there. (laughs) Like especially like The Last Jedi takes place in hours. Yeah. Which is weird when you start pulling apart the time frame about how long if you start running the Empire Strikes Back issues with the like training time frames. Yeah. Yeah, because you're like how long had he been there or yeah what is he yeah it, it's yeah. ambiguous Ray was there for a day yeah <laughs> right but picked mm-hmm. up a lot mm-hmm. but they were absent in the force awakens as well i mean yeah 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 who knows where they were yeah. but yeah it doesn't seem too difficult yeah, yeah. sorry I to be that. no no, no that makes bad. sense like that, of course you can no. that makes sense because <laughs> yeah. i mean if you if you shorten the time frame of the story and uh and then the the, the actions yeah. of characters can, can take place outside of that you're you're, you're it's easier territory to navigate for sure that's um, also why we need a time jump, right? Because like yeah, we need some so. distance in this story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just love. Again, this is bringing up just cool things. It's just like I love the fact that like JJ set this up so beautifully mm-hmm. with Seven, with all these cast of characters and all these ideas and all these concepts. Hands it to, to Ryan Johnson. He gets to pick and choose whatever he wants out mm-hmm. of that, and then he hands it back to JJ. Yeah. And it's really weird, like, and you can tell Ryan Johnson, like, intentionally made really bizarre choices. So yeah, it's like, yeah. he took off the board the meetup of Ray and Kylo, right? Yeah. Like, that was going to happen at some point, but he was like, no, I want that. That's, yeah. that's what I yeah. want to do. Um, yeah. But he didn't touch the Knights of Ren at all, Yeah, right. which, like, and so yeah. I, I know, I hope JJ is, like, good, because I, I had ideas for that, yeah. and I want to do a thing. And yeah. it's really kind of cool how they're, like, you know, can sort of play around with that yeah. material. And I hope it, it really forces JJ 
Like because now they're yeah. they're essentially competing, right? Yeah, right. I mean, I mean on not, some level, not really. You know, I think they, it's more of a collaborative. Well, effort. yeah, it reminds me, but of, it's still like, yeah. come on, it's JJ's yeah. movie, it's storytelling, it's movie. It's yeah. like who's the storyteller? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it reminds me of uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was so amazing because, mm. um, what's his name, Vince Gilligan? Right? Yeah, yeah. He would literally take the ch- he would take the writers' room and tell them write this write the write the first half, write the setup to put Walt in an impossible situation and then I'm going to go in a room for an hour and figure out how to get him out of that situation. Oh, no so he kidding. literally challenge his writers yeah. to come up with an impossible situation. situation. Right. That's and really I think cool. that's why that show is amazing because it's all about problem solving. Yeah. Right. That show. It really it's all the, the joy of that show is watching Walt figure it out yeah. and figure that. And, yeah. and skin and, of his teeth. You know, I think right. about the skin of his teeth. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, he barely and, makes it. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, that's exactly. cool. I didn't know that. And, and he did that a few times. Like There's a couple of cases in particular you can see where that happened. He challenged them to paint him into a corner mm-hmm. basically. And so I don't... I don't. This probably wasn't intentionally that way between JJ and Ryan, yeah. but JJ is a good storyteller. He's got yeah. a lot of talent behind him. He can mm-hmm. find his way out of this box in a very yeah. fulfilling yeah. way. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. All, we're all hoping that. Um, yeah. So. Oh, thank uh, God, it's a lawnmower. <laughs> no, we have a super should professional should studio. Yep. Yep. No, it no, is not uh, ninety-five degrees. Someone's mowing their lawn outside, yeah. but we're going to move on to the yeah. the next so, yeah, news uh, story. There you go. That does it. Well, Pablo Hidalgo has a new book. It's me passing out. Coming out. (laughs) We'll just get some more Goza in you. Sorry, Grant. Oh, sorry. Uh, Pablo Hidalgo has a new book coming out entitled uh, Scum and Villainy. It's uh, not your average encyclopedia for gangsters, pirates, and baddies all around. It's it's written as a data log of notes and intel collected over three generations by different members of a family of police officers. I like it. Cool. Cool. Yeah, really, really cool. Nice angle on that. Yeah. He makes so. it sort of so it'll be like a narrative thing. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's just a lot of intel and kind of reports are kind of posted in there. Posted notes and yeah. things like that. Yeah. I remember when I was a teenager, they used to have a um, X Files companion book mm-hmm. that was kind of like that. It was like the Encyclopedia of the Unexplained, oh, cool. and it was it was very much written like the FBI case files, and you'd read it and see post-it notes and see like Scully writing a note and Mulder writing a note, and I found that I so engrossing. <laughs> yeah, I used to have the the um, hard copies and I got rid of them for some dumb reason I yeah. just get rid of stuff all the time I never hold on to everything but yeah I, I like that I, like that mm-hmm. makes me really excited I always love the encyclopedias and the visual yeah. encyclopedias but I love those that are just those little hidden nuggets and it makes it feel more yeah. real and lived in yeah yeah makes me think this was maybe a decision where before you know the, the idea of putting a hold on the spinoffs and maybe the underworld films are going to you know go yeah. into the, to full motion and, and they were going to make Three movies out of this, the, the young solo character, and Pablo was kind yeah. of hitching onto that with this with this great book about all the villain, all the you know criminals yeah. and the underworld characters that that we'll see throughout those films. Yeah. But nonetheless, I'm really really excited to get my hands on this. It comes out October 23rd, so that's all right. that's coming up. Um, yeah, and then also uh, uh, Mer Lafferty's solo novelization is um, will be out, I believe, next week, uh, September 4th, and. Um, Lots of cool news about that, actually. Yeah. Uh, John Kasdan on Twitter has hinted that wow. there's a lot of goodies that uh, the fil- that the, there wasn't enough time for in the film to uh, to put them in the film, and uh, so yeah, that'll be fun to. And we got that little excerpt about Han flying with the Onyx Squadron, which was really cool. That's awesome. And, uh, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Like and it, I bet that, there's going to yeah. be a lot of. I, I hope he elucidates his Easter eggs because there's so many in that yeah. movie, and yeah. I hope he sort of touches on them a little. A little more, yeah. yeah. And I heard that they're gonna clear up a little bit the, the Kira Mall relationship's gonna be clarified. Yeah. More Mall, about, more Mall, I think. In yeah, the book. about yeah. kind of did she know her, him beforehand? Mm-hmm. What's going on with that? A little bit. So yeah. yeah, she seems like she knows him, right? 
Yeah. When she sees him, she's like, oh, hey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She knew who she was contacting. I mean, right? maybe she didn't know it was Maul, right? She, yeah. just, oh. she just knew maybe she was talking to the head of the Crimson Dawn. But I don't know. Yeah. We'll find out. And when's that coming out again? September 4th. Oh, so a couple days. Soon, soon, soon. Cool. Um, Great. Read it and let us know how it goes. So not only yeah. uh, we just talked about do. Onyx Squadron, but that's not the only squadron, we, squadron we've been introduced to in the, uh, the past month. Uh, we also got our first look at the... Uh, characters from Star Wars Resistance and mm-hmm. Team Fireball. 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 Very cool. Um, yeah, we have um, we saw um, Jarek Yeager, who's kind of the father figure for all these young fighter pilots. Um, the the main character. Um, what was it? Uh, hold up, I have his. I have his Kaz? name. Kaz. 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 Yeah. Yes. It's it's a long long name. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we got to we got to look, look at Kaz. We got to look at Jarrett Yeager. We got to look at uh, Tam, and we got to mm-hmm. look at Niku. Yes. I think just four characters in that first uh, little preview. Oh, so we got a different Tam. This is not Tam. Poslo, it's not Tam. Because no, then it's not a kids no. show. Anymore. No, it's not. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that overlap. But yeah, Tam Rivora is um, voiced by Susie McGrath. She's another cool. mechanic on Team Fireball. Yeah. Um, she's tough and no nonsense. Yeah. Uh, the actress said so. That's all pretty right. cool. It sounds interesting. Like it sounds like they're they're doing something completely different, and that's what they're they're making sure is clear. And mm-hmm. they, they talked a lot about racing. Apparently, that that crew is more of a racing crew, and that's where oh, they okay. make some of their money. Right. So, um, a lot of action. Hopefully, a lot of fun space uh, cool. fights and, and mm-hmm. stuff. And you know, you know, I heard some some people have been grumbling a little bit online because you know it's online. No, because like oh, it's a kids show, and I'm like, well. Yeah, Star Wars is for everyone. Like yeah. Star Wars, it started out as a kids' movie in a lot of ways, or at least a Saturday night, Saturday matinee. You know, and right. yeah, mm-hmm. there's room for kids' shows in the Star Wars universe as well. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. But. Right? Did did the Filoni say exactly like what the sort of target age range was? Because it's usually, I mean, I, I believe they have stated like Star Wars fandom is like eight to eighty. Yeah, so, you know. It like yeah. and eight eight years old and up. Yeah, you know? it's probably so, gonna be closer to eight. And I think they do. Yeah, it'll just be closer to eight. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, eight to twelve or right. something. Um, whereas like you know, Clone Wars, which you had mentioned, is yeah. like <laughs> and Rebels gets dark. People yeah, die. it gets brutal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there, but it's also it's like any other kids movie nowadays or show. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be plenty of Easter eggs for the older Star Wars fans. Yeah. They're still gonna keep us in and watching it. Maybe we don't yeah. engage as much yeah. with some of the goofy humor, but. Yeah, I'm still gonna watch it. If it's I, yeah, I doubt it'll be dumb, no. like like dumbed down, you know, yeah. like because usually, even at eight, you should be probably, you know, I think kids of that age want to be challenged a little bit, absolutely, and, and, you know, yeah. Yeah. deal with some some concepts and language and things that are, uh, you know, just like higher vocabulary and you know, right, just right. push yeah. the thing. So yeah. I, I I think I'll probably love it. I yeah. hope I will. You know, yeah. they've done some younger than eight mm-hmm. anime you know, animations, I think. Yeah. Or, um, I'm trying to. Th- I can't think of the name. Oh, we but... grew up with mm-hmm. uh, Ewoks and droids yeah. as right. cartoons in the '80s, and those right. were yeah. real right. young. Like, but yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but if they're going to give us, I mean, the important part is they're going to give us important canon yes. knowledge, which yes. of course I will. Of course, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, those younger characters might be going on just kind of small adventures and yeah. racing mm-hmm. and doing just, yeah. you know things that. Are just fun factor, but we and, see uh, Poe in there, but and we Poe and Phasma are in Phasma. this in this series yeah. too. So we know a lot of people have been eager to have uh, Phasma's story get fleshed out more. I, of yeah, course, she has the book; too. people have read that. But I think people want to see her visually doing things because yeah. she's such a visually yeah. phenomenal looking yeah. character. She looks yeah. incredible, um, and I think we're going to get a lot of that in the series. You know, I think Phasma is going to be a big part of the series. So Definitely, that'll, that'll keep me coming back for yeah. sure. You think we're going to see these characters in nine? 
I, we talked a bit about that, and I kind of gone back and forth. I, I'm a little less convinced that we are now that it, they definitely mm-hmm. are kind of calling the shot that it's more of a kids show. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be surprised if we see some of those ships flying around in the background as we talked about during one oh, of the yeah, space Easter battles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're really ever going to cross paths with the animation at this point. I bet I it will. Uh, I bet we'll at least yeah. get a cameo. Okay. Yeah. It seems, I don't know. I, I just, I believe in Kathy and I, I, I and the story mm-hmm. group, and I really think that they try and tie these things together as much right. as they can. Yeah. Because all it's doing is like, you know, then these kids will grow up and be like, oh, wait, they're in this movie? Yeah, they're in this movie. And then it's just sort of like, and in that movie, they go to this planet, which is at this like uh, amusement park. And right. it's like, you know. Yeah, it makes sense. Think of all the it cast of characters we've met in a lot of the books, mm-hmm. shows, you know, comics, mm-hmm. all that. And we know there's going to be, there's got to be a large space battle, right? right. War in the stars, as you say. And there's got to be, um, there's going to be a squadron. There's going to be a briefing scene when there's at least... Like right, there has to be yeah. where there's at least fifty. The final people battle in the room. briefing scene, mm-hmm. and you know happen. that they're gonna put Sindula in there, and you yeah. know they're gonna put those kids in there now a little older. Like they're gonna yeah. have those things. So even if they're not, again, as an Easter egg, you're gonna get all those characters yeah. they could possibly pull in, so that those who don't know it are like, oh, look at all mm-hmm. those rebels, and those yeah. of us who know it go, oh my god, can you believe that person's there and that person's there, right. and we'll have a, a hundred eighty year old Rex in there somewhere. Right. What's um, what's Sindula's kid's name? Is it Jason? Jason? Jason, yeah. With a C, right? Yeah. The green hair. Jason yeah. Sandula. I wonder, he's going to pop up in one of these things too, right? They have to. His story uh, seems... I imagine he'll be in Resistance. I imagine he'll be yeah. with yeah, Hera. Might be uh, off not with that. Hera, but maybe part of the Resistance. Yeah. That's going to be the season one ender. <laughs> yeah. Look at this new recruit. Yeah, yeah. Or something like that, or they're going to find yeah. him, or... Yeah. yeah. Just crack pilot out of nowhere. Yeah. And, I mean, he's going to have, he's going to have, you know, the ability to use the Force and things like that. He's going to be Force-sensitive, I imagine, yeah. right? I would yeah. think, yeah, yeah, which is interesting, right? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Just saying that it was our first kind of real show in mm-hmm. anything that there are no, that we know of Force users. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is a first for Star Wars for most of their, for at least yeah. visually, right? All the movies, all I the TV shows. I have a feeling shows. one's going to creep in now. Probably. Yeah. 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 It's interesting that things kind of went in the gearhead direction for a moment where we got Solo and then we get the Resistance and it's yeah. more about kind of flying ships and things like that. Yeah. And, uh, we're kind of easing away from the force. I think the force is heavy, and I think the re- the backlash from the Last Jedi, which I don't 100 percent see as warranted or or you know of of validity, but I feel like I feel like maybe there was a push to go a little bit more in the direction of you know tinkers and race cars yeah. and, yeah. and high octane motors and and uh, you know fights among the stars and things like that. So I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. But, uh, Oh, I agree. I think too they they probably didn't want to do too much force stuff until episode nine's done, mm-hmm. right? Until yeah, they right. figure out what the end point of this is, which yeah. will start to maybe yeah. explain a little bit because every movie just which I love, every movie mm-hmm. makes the force that much less understandable in yeah. a way, in a yeah. good way, in a very right. fun way of like it's you know so many different interpretations of what it could mean and what it does. Right, but it feels like it should do. They should do something, some really broad stroke. Yeah, this is what the balance force the, is. The, if we get out yeah. of nine without knowing what balance is or at least some kind of yeah. thing, I'm going to be a little annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, there needs to be a new statement made, I feel yes. like. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Cool, man. Uh, and then finally, I think there's uh, uh, Battlefront 2 finally put out a roadmap of where oh, content yeah. is going to be going in the next few months. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at you, Ben, because I'm wondering yeah. if you have any idea. I mean, we know General Grievous is coming. We know Anakin and Duke are coming. We know Geonosis is coming. Yeah. So Sorry. Just, I, you 
this gun for like so long. <laughs> like, we just never noticed. He's just like, looking at us. You've already mowed like, oh, that thing. They're recording. I better start it yeah. up again. Yeah. Heaven's sake. Yeah. Um, so it, it's interesting. It's I think it's trips and drabs, mm-hmm. um, which is sort of not awesome. Like they made this big announcement about like, oh, Grievous and not only Grievous and Kenobi, but mm-hmm. it's going to be Dooku and um, Anakin Skywalker yes. yeah. and like in 2020 in 2019. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. It's like oh wow. So they're gonna re- roll out one, one hero a month, uh, starting next month. We get Grievous. Yeah. And uh, I I don't want to. I'll just I'll just tell you straight. So that's it. <laughs> and there's gonna be one a month, and then um, they're also uh, we're gonna get Kenobi in November, Dooku in December, and Anakin in January. I think. Mm-hmm. Or actually, no, they they don't know. They just said winter. Yeah. Mm. Um, for those last two, uh, we are, in November is going to be a great month. Though um, they're going to drop uh, Geonosis, a new yeah. map, um, and nice. also a new game mode, um, which is going to be sort of like supremacy, like a, a capture point mm-hmm. game mode, like more of a big sandbox thing, nice. like like Battlefront twenty fifteen was. Um, which I'm I'm maybe most excited about that. I mean, one did new I, two new maps in a year. Yeah, yeah, Wait, yeah. did I hear in, uh, information about uh, the hangar on Theed being a map? That just uh, so that was part of this okay. rollout, but it's only for blast and uh, for uh, battle scenarios. So okay. does it have that strange offline. like generator room where Qui Gon and Obi Wan fight Maul? Does it have like some yes, of that stuff? it's there, but you can't get in it. Oh. It is probably the most beautiful map. I mean, it's one of yeah, the coolest yeah. maps. Okay, you play cool. it in Heroes vs. Villains, which would be cool if oh, you, yeah. if it was you know era specific, but it's not. Cause right. Yeah. Um, It'd be cool if there was walkways and you had to like yeah you know, jump nimble and jump yeah. to them, Everyone and if you missed, said, you'd yeah. fall. But, you know, it is yeah. identical to the the sword the that fight scene um, that room like it's it's amazing. Plus, yeah, it has really like cool. a hangar with a massive Nubian ship that you can yeah, jump yeah. on. Cool. Um, and uh, but yeah, you can go on those like light walkways and you fall down, and yeah. if you fall too far, you die. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. It's a really nice. It's beautiful and it's really cool nice. and like you're going up. This, it's it's nice. It's cool. Um, cool. It's a cool map, but it'd be good to see it in some other places. Um, so yeah, battle. It's, it's perplexing that you can't modify like clone trooper armor and just put your own yeah. war paint, your own like markings. Well, so that's paint the, and choose your call sign yeah. and all this kind of stuff. That's the thing is Mod that weapons. like they so they they didn't make these. They they rolled out two new so I think they're gonna roll out like two new troopers almost every month too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can get all those clone you know customizations but it's like you only only a third of the game is prequel right anyways and then so that's three maps of galactic mm-hmm. assault right. and then within that i don't know it's so anyways they they got the customization wrong they and people leaked these they, they looked at the data files um on the pc version and they mm-hmm. saw this clone trooper that they just rolled out t- today last year and they're yeah. like, oh, that's the start of this clone trooper. Like, they're going to finish that. They just essentially painted over one of the other clone troopers. Um, mm. And they didn't change it at all. Yeah. And it just looks like trash. It was a reskin. It wasn't a yeah. new model. Or... Yeah. And, and they've had this for literally a year. They're mm. just sort of like rolling it out. So it's just like, it's these constant head scratchers. This game could be amazing if they had a full complement of developers working on it. Mm-hmm. And people that understood Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't. And so this is what we've got. It's a beautiful game. It has a lot of head scratching moments, and um, which I mean, I guess I say this every week, but yeah, yeah, it's cool. Like, hey, it's worth it. I think it's like nine bucks on. Uh, you can buy it for nine bucks now. That's oh, worth so nine bucks. It's worth yeah. nine bucks. 
Um, and it's it's fun, and I mean, hell, I still play it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, as much as I, I am disappointed in it, and it's like it could be an amazing game. It's stunning. The sound design's yeah, incredible. It's, it's, I, yeah. I've officially given up on it. I, but it was now, it, and that's for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. One, it's also not my favorite type of game in the yeah, world, right. so that's yeah. a big issue. Like the last time I really played a game like that was Wolfenstein. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there was like one map that I loved that I got obsessed with and would play that for like hours upon yeah. hours upon hours upon hours. And I just never found that map in that that I really yeah. got into. And, it, and the learning curve was kind of steep for me. And so yeah. I'm just glad. I, I officially gave up because I bought... Uh, was it Monster Hunter World? So I'm going to oh, nice. delve so into that I. a little Let's bit. Play. Oh, we'll yeah, cool. yeah, we'll find some time. Because I only played it for about two hours. I'm like, oh, this is my game. And yeah. not it's not anything against yeah. uh, against uh, Battlefront. I just realized that's the type of game I enjoy more. Yeah. So I only, I, I never liked these games. I played Halo and was like, man, yeah. I don't want to deal with online toxicity. And yeah. like, you know, no scope, 360 headshot, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know, players. Um, but... But I did it for Star Wars, yeah. And like yeah. for 2015, yeah. I was just like, well, I guess this is what I got to do. And I put yeah. in like like 700 hours on that, yeah. mm-hmm. and I got a, so that it's fun to play. Yeah. Like I got like yeah, I yeah. just once I get my teeth into something, I have to do it. Right. Until I'm at well, least it sounds like there is that it. rewarding factor to it that if you put yeah. enough time into. But no, it, I get yeah. what you're saying, dude. Yeah. I'd much rather have like a single player open yeah. world, you know, mm-hmm. thing like you know Borderlands or like yes, yeah, totally. right. Like the last game, last game like that that I really really loved that I played throughout was like. I don't know, GoldenEye 64. Yeah. It's sure. like the last, yeah. like, playing against friends, but that's because you're in the same room with each other. Like, right. I didn't yeah. just, like, mess with each other. That's a good point, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering what they can do to kind of freshen up the shooter, their, their kind of take on the shooter. I feel like maybe, like, a Battle Royale game from Star Wars might be fun. I think... Something like that. I think if they made it, like, absolutely canon- canon- canonical... Yeah. Yes. There you go. Nice. Um, it would be a step in the right direction. And then... And then just keep feeding details into it. Yeah. Um, you know, like they're going to, they, one of the things they're going to drop is the ATTE, which is that sort of spider looking six legged mm-hmm. uh, precursor to the uh, ATST. You know, ATST. Thank yeah. you. Um, and so he's, they're like, it's the biggest game, biggest vehicle we've ever designed. It's not on rails. And like people are like, oh, great. The other side should have those like big spinny wheel, wheel things with right. like the fire rockets. Yeah. No. They're like, and then, you know, silence because they don't have the people to do it right they they'd never do that they no. would never like yeah that makes total sense you're gonna do geonosis you should make the vehicles for both sides that they Correct. have that's custom to the thing right. like is that a crazy idea nope but like they're like yeah we can't do that because ea is only letting us use four and a half yeah. dev developers because we're not making enough money on you know we're not making the money we thought we'd do with our pay to win loot boxes Okay. They do Can we talk about something? Oh, we'll put, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Final note, though, if they, they do put a lot of detail in their games, and I really like the, I appreciate some of the kind of like small details and, and level design yes. and the background elements. So I hope that the sector of Geonosis that you're fighting in is walled off to players, but then in the background you can see the war raging and it's yeah. on a yes. huge scale. Yeah. I hope yeah. that is yeah. what's happening. Yeah, that's really kind of what they did with yeah. Kashyyyk, and yeah. they, they did a nice yeah. job of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, like classic example, this is in a nutshell and mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, they make the E11 blaster, right? You can, yeah. when you're playing there, um, you can always use a, the classic blaster for your trooper. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's the E11 in the original trilogy. So you use it, except that it is weaker than the three other um, blaster options that you have. And the three other blaster options are from three different trilogies. Nope. So you could nope. use uh, an ace, a modified AC... 50 or whatever which is like the republic you know rebellion one yeah, so yeah. i could be a you know or, so, or i could yeah, or i could use or yeah, the, the e16 from the sequel trilogy so like 
or I can use like this Nubian blaster um, that like is awesome and it, it shoots him. But it's like so you have mm. all these you know people yeah. using the wrong blasters. It, I don't know. It just yeah, it, it yeah. grinds my gears. Yeah, same here. And if you yeah. don't do it, you're losing. And if you do, you know, mm-hmm. know right, it grinds my gears. Yeah, it makes sense if they at least made it that if you're using I don't know error appropriate weapons, there was yeah. kind of a buff. So it, yeah. it actually encourages people to play within the era, right. but like if you want to go outside yeah. of it, fine. But like yeah. I just yeah, I was yeah the heavy. I'm using the DLT 19, and I'm spraying this guy down like a like I have a fire hose, and it's just taking forever to kill. You know, and I'm just like, why would I use that yeah. that weapon? Like yeah, it's weird that there's so much protective behavior around the brand, yeah. and then they have this like wildly right. amalgamated battlefield yeah. in these games. It's yeah. like really you're gonna have yeah. guns from the future in the past, and right. guns from the past in the future, and yeah, uh, that would make sense. And I'm a stormtrooper, you know, storming the, you know, the Hoth bunker, and Ray comes around a corner and kills me. And it's like, yeah, all right, yeah, all right, stop it. <sighs> That's it for news. Uh, you know, <laughs> wait, what we didn't talk about was okay. the leaked pictures. Do we oh, want to hit that, or do we want to pictures? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I got them right on the Twitter these. feed. Yeah, you didn't see the leaked pictures. Last all right, week? I'm putting my life I, in your hands. Too. I saw them. Yeah, so did I. Um, there were leaked pictures. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think sadly, I saw this yes. thing. They were like, yeah. "Oh, there's like so these are spoilers right here." Like yeah. they show pictures of people we already know were in the film, and we okay. already know would be together. In the they're film costume spoilers. Of. Yeah, they're all like costume spoilers okay. and like so, hairstyling spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. you guys, you yeah. look at that stuff, huh? I try not to, but it's hard now, especially because I'm doing the Instagram feed. That's the thing. Like if I'm everything I follow Star Wars, and so like, uh, even if I don't so want to, I'm like boom, up. boom, boom. And I'm like it so actually I've... popped up for me on the the main Twitter feed. Twitter, yeah, uh, so. and I saw all three images all blown up and uh, rendered. To, to be uh, less pixelated and right. just, yeah. you know, what'd you see? I mean, it's see? it's. I think these are light enough. That light, we're very about very light. Yeah. I was right about Finn's costume in that blurry picture. He is wearing a vest. Yeah. Ah. In like Solo this next film, yeah. very much like Solo. His yeah. pants also look like. What happened Solo's to his jacket? Pants. He's not using. He's not wearing Poe's jacket anymore. Someone else has it. Maybe. Maybe it's. Maybe well, he put it on Rose, right? Didn't he at the end? Oh, of, okay. That would be so maybe cute. Rose if she wears his it. like varsity jacket. Well, he got it from his boyfriend, <laughs> and then he gave it to his girlfriend, <laughs> yeah. and then he, like keeps making its way. Oh. Uh, Poe also looks different. Um, yeah. He's also wearing a kind of uh, a jacket as well. Yeah, it yeah, definitely seems jacket. like it, it, there's nothing else that confirms time jump, but mm-hmm. just the difference in it does hair. Confirm time it doesn't. I mean, because oh. it could be like people can grow that hair in. A matter of weeks, oh, yeah, yeah. but like different hairstyling, different costume styling, kind of makes me feel like that's yeah, the easiest way I to agree. translate time passing. Yeah. So hmm. that and they're they're on location outside um, in a um, field like area that looks like they're yeah. just like sliding down a grassy knoll, a grassy knoll, and there's yeah. two horses that are in full okay. alien I did, costume. I did see the horse above in alien them. Costume. Yeah. And the and horses like, oh, will for sure eyes. be aliens, and they're for sure yeah. they for sure have saddles saddles on them. Yes, they do. It looks yeah. like Poe and Finn were riding yeah. on those horses, which is interesting because we just saw that element in the Last Jedi, yeah. and we're now going to see it again. Oh, but, riding fathers? <laughs> well, just riding a horse-like creature. It'd be yeah. hilarious if they were fathers. People would just lose <laughs> I don't think their minds. They look. They, the, they don't look. Like the fur is much thicker. It looks almost yeah. like, a, and they're yeah. really tall. It's like almost like yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a different locale than we've seen yeah. in a Star Wars movie before in a lot of ways. Is it a grassland? It's it's yeah. very grassy. It looks mm-hmm. yeah. it looks almost like you know Naboo? that kind of less more more like California, like kind of that yellow yeah. yellowy burnty grass. Oh, okay. yeah, a lot of people are saying Batu. Um, in terms mm. of uh, there was uh, actually a shot of the Falcon that leaked. I believe a shot of the Falcon that leaked. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah, and there's a lot of speculation that Batu will be in nine. 
Yeah, which, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that wouldn't be that surprising, no. given that the park's coming out and yes. it hasn't been featured in a main Star yeah. Wars yeah. film yet. I mean, I guess the only thing that's a spoiler, really, is that Finn and Poe are together in the movie again right. at some point. But yeah. cool. that's not really that also, shocking. Yeah. But Two then, of the main characters? I would, I would say yeah. the biggest, biggest spoiler is that we also see another character who was cast recently. Oh, right. Yeah, I think it's the Naomi Aki character. That's right. Oh, okay. Is yeah. that her name? Yeah, I believe. I think so. uh, yeah, yeah. She, uh, she's also there, and we see her costume. We yeah. see... She's right there with Finn and Post. We yeah. know that's a mission. We know she's not a knight of knight of Ren. Okay. We know she's or maybe she's maybe. a post converted. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, it's, like it's still we yeah. don't know anything. You're right. You're right. Maybe, but I, but I don't think happen. so. It looks like yeah. Too bad though. I really kind of I feel those those elements should have been kept under wrap. But what what can yes. you do? What can I mean, this movie's four hours long. I've yeah. already accepted my fate. Like being doing this podcast, being part of the social media part of it is like I'm going to try as hard as I can. And when yeah. we get to a week out, don't expect any. I might. I might offer it up to someone else, yeah. not in this group, but sometimes people will have people take over their Instagram feed. So maybe mm-hmm. I'll have Carly or someone else. Yeah. Okay. Someone else who doesn't care, take yeah. it over for fun for a week and do whatever. But I'm, I do my, I'll do my yeah. information blackout a week out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because uh, I didn't really that. look at, um, at anything before the last you Jedi. Or, yeah. yeah. You know, before no, the, the last I. one. And I, I just, yeah. I mean, I saw a couple like frames of, and I'm like, I didn't want to know. I didn't want to see anything. That's why this is going to be different because we're, we're tossing be all these ideas around and like yeah. we're, you know, but whatever. And we'll fall yeah. on the sword. Yeah, it's for... still going to be amazing and fun, yeah. and we're not going to know everything okay. that connects. And yeah. I've already accepted after Solo, after Maul was spoiled for me in Solo, oh, I right, kind of right. yeah. just know that, like, <laughs> it's just something's going to get, like, I'm just mm-hmm. going to go in knowing that there's not going to be anything that I don't already know. All this right. is the world we live in. Yeah. Well, but I think, like, Yoda didn't wasn't spoiled to no. anyone, no. right? Oh, so right. there are uh, stuff. No, that... he, w- I mean, there was. People were talking about Frank Oz taking a flight to London uh, okay. and things like that. And that's that. something, if we were doing this podcast, we would have heard, so I would have known yeah. that. You... I quit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It was yeah. a good run. 27 <laughs> weeks. But uh, yeah, I definitely want to go into this last one blind because there's there's a lot that needs to get answered, and I hope it's just huge yeah. and spectacular. Yeah. So, yeah. I also think JJ is really adept at that. That yeah. He's going yeah. he to let things spill to divert attention from some of the really big spoilers mm-hmm. i wouldn't even be surprised at this point if they leaked fake information i would also think that might happen yeah yeah, yeah which would be fun that would be fun yeah well good okay. so, so, you, so you're saying news? they're gonna that's, fly hayden christensen out to uh out yeah out to england just to mess with people. just to mess with people <laughs> yeah back and forth why wouldn't they do that hayden would Key be like roll. i love this idea <laughs> oh i know they actually yeah. hayden might because he'd be like no i want to be in it though <laughs> Yeah. I want to see. Just have you seen any recent pictures of Hayden? Pinewood. I haven't. Yeah. He's aged. I mean, he's twenty years older than he was. In- That's true. I haven't seen yeah. anything from him recently. Crazy. At all. Every because every time they, he's in the news about something, they just show a picture yeah. of him from Star Wars. I saw a thing online, and there was some kid taking a picture with him, and he's like, "Oh, I'm with yeah. Anakin Skywalker," and he was like wearing a baseball hat and like yeah, it's hard and to like dark room glasses, so you yeah. can't really tell. He looks, you know, yeah. he's he's aged a little bit, but I think but he could. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Maybe too much though to do a sort of. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, well, there's always the yeah. you can make up and, and do all yeah. that stuff. Honestly, if JJ puts Hayden Christensen in in nine, I would literally stand up and applaud at that. I mean, no matter what the resolve, I would just applaud. I think it's a, I think there's a 50-50 shot that happens. Yeah, I really yeah. do. Okay. I, I I do because I think they really are realizing how much love there is for the prequels out there, yeah. and especially reading some of the comics uh, this week. Um, especially Vader twenty, yeah. they connect a ton of that right, back right. to the prequels. Like there are a lot of connections back. So, cool. Yeah. Every good Vader story mentions Padme, right? Yeah, yeah. and there's a scene. Um, we're done with the news, right? Yeah. No, All right. Why don't we go into comics real quick? Sure. So we talk to go for it. Mm. Be a quick one. Uh, we didn't talk about them last week, so there's been four. Two last week, two this week. Mm-hmm. The two Great. last week, uh, Vader twenty, as I was talking about. Mm-hmm. 
uh, by Charles Sewell. Which is the only one I've read. Yeah. So we can it's um, uh, Fortress Vader Part 2. We're getting closer and closer to, 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 to said Mustafar. Yeah, he yeah. actually says uh, the word Mustafar yeah. at the uh, end, so we know we're going there. And it's it's Vader who says it. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'll, it's been a week, so I feel yeah, like yeah. that's spoiler. I'm going to spoil oh, a little bit. No, no. I, no, <laughs> okay. I was going to do it anyway. Okay. Um, at the very end, he asks... He basically asks Palpatine for, I need a planet. You have your planet. I need my planet. And, and, like, wait, he, wait, who's you have his? Cor- Coruscant. His, well, yeah, his planet. He, yeah. he gets a much cooler planet. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah. Does it's anyone true. even live on Mustafar? <laughs> yeah. No. And no. I want a planet. I love that. Yeah. And it's kind of fun because the Emperor's like, should we put you to Naboo? I know you yeah. have emotions there. Yeah, yeah. What about Tatooine? You yeah. can rule that with an iron fist. And then Vader just goes, no, Mustafar. Like, yeah, he chooses that. He wants to go back there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, there's literally a scene where he is chasing uh, Inquisitors uh, through the skyways of Coruscant, and it's very similar to, to oh, Attack of the Clones, yeah. but it's Vader just like jumping from speeder to speeder and just like cutting up speeders, and yeah. the speeder crashes into a ground, just kills yeah. two people having a picnic. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. It's got a really wicked sense of humor. In that yeah, issue. that was I a noticed. weird part. There was a lot of like, yeah. oh. I was like, who are these bystanders? Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh no. And then they happen to, be a, happen to be a senator. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. right. That's right, yeah. Uh, and then Doctor Afra twenty three came out last week. Continues to be really just a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, she's trapped on a spaceship or or a, or a floating jail, hurtling towards a planet with her current girlfriend and ex girlfriend. Meanwhile, Triple <laughs> uh, uh, Zero is after her, and Tam Pazla is coming. So like oh, it's great. just like it's just chaos in a fun way. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they're also being chased by a Force ghost, or as as Doctor Afra mentioned it. Or called it your basic space spore mutated by a force acting kyber crystal. Huh. Huh. Okay. Yeah, you gotta love that. That's the best Star your Wars. Your basic you get. space spore. Space spore mutated by a force active kyber crystal. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. It makes sense when you read the comics. All right. Um, <laughs> it's by Simon Spurrier, to... and one thing I realized is that I know I heard that Marvel's going to start releasing uh, Indiana Jones comics, kind of oh, on the so run up. So cool. I want Simon to write those Indiana Jones because mm. he keeps writing Dr. Afra as uh, very Indiana that the whole part of this whole thing is her to try to get her hands on a lightsaber. She's always chasing after an artifact, and I uh, think it's okay. a lot of fun. So Cool. Uh, and then this week we had Lando Double or no- uh, Nothing number four. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I talked about this one last month. Um, I haven't really caught on with it yet. And I kind of realized this. Uh, it's written by Roddy, uh, Rodney Barnes, and I realized the way to read this book is to realize that it is a pulpy addition to the Calrissian Chronicles. Hmm. That if you read it as like a pulpy fun thing, yeah, like I couldn't tell you what the plot is. I really couldn't. I read it twice, and it's not anything <laughs> against Rodney Barnes. It's just that it just moves, and it's just Swaggy. it's just swagger. It's just yeah, Lando right. being Lando, and like four pages of him and L three flirting. So right. it's oh fun, but there's not depth to it really. Yeah. Um, Oh, I do want to give a shout out that uh, Paulo uh, Villanaya, I'm sure I'm pronouncing that name wrong, who's the mm. artist on that book, oh, okay. draws Lando awesome, has the facial expressions down oh, cool. pat, and it feels like a cross between oh, Billy D cool. and and uh, Donald Glover. Like It really feels oh, like cool. he, he did a lot. Um, and then the last one, which I'll say the least about because I don't want to ruin much. It's a lot of fun. It's Poe Dameron, annual number two, written by Jody Hauser, came out, uh, came out on Wednesday. Um, it takes place before, right before The Force Awakens, and Black Squadron sent on a mission that happens to intersect uh, someone else from the Star Wars universe on a mission, um, and mayhem ensues. I'm not going to say much more than that because it's it's fun and you should read. It. Cool, cool. Yeah, so that's the comics. All good. 
Nice. All good in the hood. Those sound super fun. I've been uh, catching up on my Poe Dameron series and um, yeah, yeah, and some of the the Vader stuff too, which nice. is super great. Yeah. But um, it's always good to know what's ahead. I'm I'm almost caught up to y'all. Yeah. And, oh, uh, and we talked about Beckett, right? Yeah, yeah we talked about that it. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, just, I just picked. I just picked. You that just up read it. Yeah. I'm surprised Beckett didn't use his blaster as often as he yeah. did yeah. in that in the three mm. stories. Yeah, but um, fun, really fun. First it's fun. Really fun. Yeah, yeah. All, all three of those stories in that that volume are really cool. Yeah. Cool. Super. Well, that is the news. Um. So I guess you. Um. We will move on to. Um. Yeah. Yeah. To Hero of a Thousand Faces, and this is chapter one. We uh, sort of just open form, uh, spoke about the monomyth two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and um, just basically that um, there's essentially, he, he cross-references all of the all of the myths, legends, and religions he can get his hands on, yeah. and cross-references them with dream theory, mm-hmm. uh, Freudian dream analysis, really, yeah. Um, yeah. and 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 boils it down, distills it down into one myth that crosses through all of all of them, which is obviously um, what uh, was appealing to George Lucas, and he borrowed from it heavily. So um, we're going to go into part one. This this week we're discussing uh, chapter one. It's called Departure, and there yeah. are uh, five subheadings within Departure. One is the call to adventure, two, refusal of the call, three, supernatural aid, four, the crossing of the first threshold, Five, the belly of the whale, um, and so we're gonna just sort of identify what these are, the b- basic overview, and then talk about just the Star Wars references within each of these. Um, so yeah, so let's start it off with uh, the call to adventure, and I mean, just right there yeah. mm-hmm. is like clearly very Star Warsian. Um, whenever I yeah. hear that, I just see Luke Skywalker on Tatooine looking at the binary sunset, yeah. and it's like the classic, you know. I don't know. That's that's the image that's with Definitely. me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So there's there, and he starts it with a um, with a little story about a girl near a pond with a frog that's going to grant her wishes, mm-hmm. yep. and she has like this golden ball that's your favorite toy, and it falls into the water, and yeah. the frog retrieves the ball for her to yep. grant her um, um, in exchange for her being best friends with with the frog, and it's right. sort of like you can see where it goes from there. Yeah. You can't be, she, and she had yeah. no intention of being friends with that frog. Yeah, but um, I just thought the image was really good. Mm. Um, and and they mention there's a herald, um, yeah, to the Carl mm-hmm. adventure. Right. So I wanted to sort of stop there for a second and just yeah. be like, I don't know, just, yeah. if you guys don't mind, um, who are the heralds in the three trilogies so far? Well, we did know. you guys think about this? Yeah, I did. Grant, you yeah, I, I, um, I'll let you go first. Um, I've thought about it, but yeah. So I kind of went back and forth, right? Um, I had something kind of overarching that I'll hit when we get to the end of this section. Yeah. Um, so it may kind of influence my answer here. Yeah. Because uh, I was debating whether or not it's Obi-Wan. I think Obi-Wan's actually someone else in this. I think it's the droids. I think the Herald yeah. of the Droids yep. in... Yep. in Interesting. In uh, Force Awakens, or no, I'm sorry, actually, yeah, it's BB-8. BB-8 is in Force I have BB-8 down there. Yeah. I have the droids in the original trilogy, yeah. and I said Qui-Gon in in the prequels. I had the hardest time with the prequels with, yep. with this, with all this stuff connecting it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what do you guys think in terms of those? The, in terms of the three sequels, I yeah, have... I would agree with the droids. I think the, um, I th- uh, Campbell at one point uh, describes the, the, the special world or the supernatural world as kind of an unknown zone. And I think yeah. 
because yeah, Star yeah, Wars no. is already a kind of dream state uh, for us average people who watch the movies. You know, it, it, it already feels like a dream state with yeah, droids and space. aliens and planets and everything's yeah. populated. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Yeah. So the the real unknown zone would have to be, I would I would say, the the war with the between the rebellion and the empire in the original trilogy, mm-hmm. which the droids represent and are heralds of that. Mm. And uh, the unknown zone is the force, right? The the, yeah. the mysteries and the knowledge of the force is kind of the other unknown right. zone. And these mm. this is where the heroes go in Star Wars. Right. Yeah. And so I would say right. the, the heralds... Luke goes towards the force. Exactly. Rey goes towards the force. Yep. Yeah. And everyone else, it's sort of like, it's the, everything else, which is still a mystery. Space and intergalactic travel and dealing yeah. with droids and foreign, yeah, foreign yeah. aliens. And yeah, stuff. I would agree. I would say Qui-Gon... In the okay. prequels, yeah, um, I would say, uh, yeah, I would say Qui Gon in the prequels. I would say the droids in uh, the original trilogy, and in the new trilogy, it's a little strange because you have some Loris Santeca stuff that happens right. early on, but then mm. it's most definitely BB-8. It's yeah. definitely the droid again, yeah. and they definitely decided to go with right. the droid again. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's the first thing when I was watching that movie the yeah. first time. I went. They're putting something in a droid and sending droid away yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> I was really, yeah, yeah, I yeah. was very nervous first time I watched yeah, Force yeah. Awakens. Oh, really? Very satisfied. Yeah. I was just like, "Is yeah. this good? I think it's good. I'm afraid it's not good." Like that's yeah. that's my entire watching. Right. But um, yeah, that's I, my life, really. Yeah, no, right. Um, I also noticed before that on page forty-two, they talk about sometimes that an adventure can begin with a blunder. Like yep. it's kind yeah. of like you stumbling into an adventure. Yeah. And this reminded me of the Force Awakens, and one of my things that I always hate when we and I remember we talked about mm-hmm. this. Is that when Poe fo, fo, fo. when Poe and Finn Shit. are in the Tie Fighter and they yeah. argue and they get hit by the missile? Yeah, and yeah. It always drove me nuts that that happened. Yeah, yeah. And I went, "Oh, they're going yeah. with that. It's yeah, a blunder." Which right. starts an adventure, which gets them crashing on, on Jakku. Jakku. Finn meets yep. Ray. It's all that. Like, yeah. so I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. So a call, a call to adventure can be a yep. blunder, a problem, yep. a challenge, or a request mm-hmm. made by the herald. Right. Uh, that requires action from that the requires, hero. Yeah. Yeah. I so I had. Um, uh, so I was similar with those. I, I was actually I, I didn't get I didn't write down R two and and C three PO though. I, mm-hmm. I think you're rock solid on that because I mean I was like, well, there's Princess Leia, but Leia was essentially a hologram out of the, the droid, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I right. mean, but she was like this ephemeral being from a you know from a faraway yeah. land, yeah. That he didn't know some princess yeah. on a different planet, totally. you know. So, but she's calling works. to Obi Wan, who's yeah. calling to. Luke and he's I mean because it yeah. it's definitely on some level Obi-Wan who's like you must follow me and mm-hmm. like, you know yeah but um there's the, multiple calls yeah in the prequel them. trilogy yeah. you guys are gonna swallow your tongues when you hear this but like the reason why I mentioned this um this little uh-huh. uh, story yeah, I know where you're going now yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. right yeah it's, it's a frog who goes underwater right, right, right. and grabs a golden ball <laughs> and brings yeah. it up and we we're just talking about blunders I mean yeah. it's Jar Jar Binks and the George. Gungans Right? Oh, I was gonna. I thought you were gonna go right to Yoda and talk no. about the X-wing, no. and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Ben, you're a hundred percent. He's a right. frog creature. Yeah, yeah. That lives, and he's like, totally. no, follow us under. I mean, they're golden orbs, and he's like, can you just imagine George being like, That's um, right. yeah. So can you paint me? I, it's got to be golden balls. It's like, why golden balls, George? You could look like this. He's like, no, babe, they need to gold, glow gold. Thanks. Because it's like it's dead you're on. You're 100% yeah. on. Yeah. And um, so he, he just decided to go like totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they take things literally. literally. That's why from I had such a hard time with the prequel trilogy <laughs> because it was so, so literal yeah. I missed it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't It, it really dead has changed. On. So now that you're thinking Gungans, like typical yeah. of circumstances, the call of the Dark Forest, Great Tree, or Babbling's Tree. Uh, dark Forest, the Great Tree, mm. the Babbling Spring, and the loathly, underestimated appearance of the carrier of the power of destiny. And I, it was just like Jar Jar, dude. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, 
And um, yeah, and he's he's there, and we yeah. recognize a scene in the symbols of the naval world. The frog, the little dragon, is the nursery counterpart of the underworld serpent, whose head supports the earth and who represents the life progenitive. You know, so I mean, and then so then they go further deep, yeah. and mm-hmm. then there's monsters, there's the monster. there yep. be monsters, yeah, dragons. Yep, that's hilarious. Yeah, crazy, right? Um, one other thing I'll mention too before we move on is that they mentioned that you know sometimes uh, the call may. Uh, mark the dawn of a religious illumination and he talks about the awakening of the self and a transfiguration and this actually reminds me again if we look at it versus individual movies versus yeah. trilogies this to me is Ray in the forest with Kylo at the end mm. of Force Awakening uh-huh. finally realizing it's the force like yeah. when, she, when yep. he says the force and she's like yeah. oh that's what this is yeah. and she then meditates for a second right that is the to me the, the awakening of the self the transfiguration yeah. and he, yeah. he goes into talking about how uh, the adventure uh, the call to adventure and the adventure itself and the war of the supernatural world is actually profoundly familiar mm. to yeah. the, mm. the hero or heroine and right. that yes. is and when Ray realizes the force when Kyla says the force and she has that realization I mean like that's profound familiarity yeah. was kind of what, exactly yeah. what I thought yeah I also had in the sequel trilogy Maz Kanata because she's yeah, she frog-like mm-hmm. and there's also yeah. that's when she first touches the lightsaber so mm-hmm. she's right. like mm-hmm. and she's like you must do this thing um, I mean and she literally blunders into it yeah um, so that could be. And sort were, of when they're talking moment. about the frog or the the dragon lifting the light from the deep water, it, I got a lot of kind of that the dialogue in the Last Jedi coming up in my head. It was kind of like the spark, uh, preserve uh, the spark, yeah, hope, keep yeah. the spark alive. All this yeah. kind of stuff of just preserving the light was, yeah. just came back to me. And, and uh, I think, you know, it's always important. To, and we've you know keeping this in mind that when you read these fairy tales, fairy tales are are old fairy tales usually only have a few characters, right? Mm-hmm. Like they have like literally the herald. Yep. Now we're dealing with movies where you have to have multiple characters. So you're going to have yeah. multiple characters taking on multiple roles, right? Where it's not right. going to be yeah. as clear cut, only five people in the film. Right. Yeah. So I think multiple interpretations are open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, there's, there's a lot in there um, for this. And it, it seems like there's also parts where it's sort of, well, the next part is refusal of the call. Um, yeah. And that also, and, and, and they say essentially the more you refuse the, deeper into a state of you know misadventure you get which ultimately ends up sending you towards back towards your calling right and um and there's a lot of that with ray as well yeah Yeah. familiar oh yeah yeah and um i don't know one is harassed both day and night by the divine being that is the image of the living self within the locked labyrinths of one own disoriented psyche um and that's just sort of like you know that's that's what happens to you when you um when when you, you refuse, refuse it. Yeah, yeah, and they and then right at the beginning of the chapter, it says that um, you know when refusal of the summon converts the adventure into its negative, um, basically yada yada becomes a victim to be saved. Okay, wait, wait, there it is. His flowering world becomes a wasteland of dry stones, and his life and his life feels meaningless. Right. I mean, that's Jakku. Yeah. Yeah. That's Tatooine. Like that yeah. is like a hundred. Like literally, again, George taking that literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and when they make that refusal, they kind of have to re- reevaluate the status quo, mm-hmm. quo that they, they the the world they're born into, and before disembarking, right? It's kind of that's kind right. of right. And I mean, you could say that's for Qui Gon. Like, I mean, if we use the Gungan analogy, yeah, then it's really Qui Gon receives the call, right? right? Qui Gon, and, and right. to a lesser extent, Obi Wan. But for him, doesn't he feel like sort of a character that's like he knows there's more out there? Like he's pushing, yeah. he's constantly pushing, and he's like. 
he, you know, he reminds me of like a conspiracy theorist or something. Yeah, just like, yeah, like cool. no, there's like there's this thing going on. I know it in my core, and we got to chase it down. And so, like this Gungan situation, and and you know, obviously yeah. he was sent out to quell this uprising yeah. and the trade embargo. Um, and yeah, and he's like he's really getting to the root of it too. Yes, and um, yeah. yeah, he's kind of sniffed out the biggest thread. Yeah, in right. all of the saga yes. films, right? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like the ultimate supernatural aid who's kind of sniffed that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, when you, I guess that's true. When you look at right the entirety of it, if you look at all nine as a single series, right, yeah. that would make sense. The yeah. first character has that, right? Yeah, right. The, the 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 prime herald yeah. in a way. Well, actually, um, or I was the or prime prime call. call. Like he's the real oh, agent. Yeah, you know yeah absolutely. Yeah, and so for him, this is what I was trying to say: was like even the opulence of the Jedi at the height of their powers seems dull to him mm-hmm. because he's like no there's this thing that's happening yeah. within the force right yeah. now right and uh grant i want to so i think you mentioned the line the refusal is essentially a refusal to give up what one takes to be one's own interest and so i had luke the academy right mm-hmm. he gives up his, his dream to go to the academy mm-hmm. ray gives up waiting for her parents on jakku mm-hmm. and anakin gives up his mother right? right anakin is the one giving up oh, his mother good. so i feel like that's that kind of yeah. that, that status quo as you were saying mm-hmm. like that's the status quo for a lot of them yeah, Though it's interesting because Luke starts with already wanting to leave. Yeah. Right. But still not go into a giant adventure. He wants to leave to go to school. Right. To maybe do something. I know. I, I had a tough time with Anakin because he I, doesn't fall into a lot of these. Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense there because he does give up his mother. But it's like his he yeah. wants the call. Right? Yes. Like Ray uh-huh. does in a lot of ways. But he's refused by the council. And he doesn't. So I think we're, tap, over, we're tapping but. into the biggest note about this this part this chapter mm. which is the the parental oppression uh thread that's kind of mm. throughout star wars uh, right yeah. i mean yeah. obi-wan's holding back anakin uh owen and and beru are, ha- are holding, holding back, back luke, luke. It's, oh, wow. you know yeah. and, and ray isn't being held back per se but it's interesting well, she's what still holding back. herself back. she's holding herself it's back, yeah. it's the the lack of parents right i mean right. it's mm. more the freudian thing where it's like yeah. she's trying to sort of fill that void in her life right. by being an orphan you know of being an orphan and right. being alone yeah. right. but it's sort of that lack of I mean she's being held back by Unkar Plot, her like yeah. father figure I right. mean I don't know like he's as close to to a parent as she's got yeah yeah just sort of sad very sad yeah. very sad I hope yeah. we get more information on that too because that relationship didn't really feel like the relationship right. that would work well with the flashback we got it was kind mm-hmm. of like oh that it's Unkar, Unkar Plot's hands yes. he's yeah. taking yeah. her but he doesn't have he doesn't own her as a slave or anything like that right. he hasn't bought her it's like you know what was that relationship yeah. what it, happened it's there? a it's very really... brave move by kathleen and and this group like not having this main character force character have parents I yeah mean, because yeah it's very much and i and lucas said as much after his yeah. first viewing was just like no he's like star wars is about family and um you know and she has none so yeah. really i mean she's right. searching for her family right right which and is she'll so. find one by the end of episode nine. Like that's yeah, the if thing. If she like, doesn't it, have it by now, yeah. right? Yeah, right. I mean that's the, the whole thing is. I, right. I, yeah, and I agree. And I remember when when George said that, and I just want to be like, wait for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like imagine she if you were judged the... only on Star Wars, which you were for a while, mm-hmm. not the entirety of the right. Like it's right. one of those things where I'm like, yeah, but it still could be about family. And then when you yeah. watch that first movie, it's even right. more meaningful that she doesn't have the family. Right. Anyway, yeah. But yeah, that's a good point. That's really going to be her thing is like she's gonna have a family which belonging a yeah. belonging which you know because she's not really part of the resistance she's still yeah. on this sort of she has yeah. a couple friends and she's got to deal with this force thing mm-hmm. and it's like they haven't collided those two things haven't really collided yet because yeah. until now she right saves the resistance there's a big and she obviously believes in the cause sure because she went on that mission but i mean it was pretty self-serving because she wanted to 
help herself out and learn yeah. from Luke. Yeah. But we can't forget this is a the, the sequel trilogy is a dual protagonist film. We have Kylo who who is mm. suffering from the parental yeah. oppression, yeah. or at least has created that facade in his mind. Yes. So there's been yeah. a parental. I actually, found more connection yeah. with some of the storytelling with oh, Kylo yeah. than I yes. did. Yeah. So there's a paragraph here where he gets into some of the Freud stuff, and he says the literature of psychoanalysis abounds an example of such desperate fixations. Yeah. What they represent is an important impotence to put off the infantile ego with its sphere of emotional relationships and ideals. One is bound in by the by the walls of childhood. The father and the mother stand as threshold guardians, and the timorous the timorous soul, fearful of some punishment, fails to make the passage to the door, and comes to the birth in the world without. And I was like Kylo Ren. I was like this guy has created this 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 uh, dilemma in his life. I don't know what transgressions Han and Leia had made, but ultimately it feels like he views them as as some kind of a, a form of oppression yeah sure. kylo feels super freudian yeah all the, every time <laughs> yeah, like every time like i watch it like freudian. oh you are just like you could be psychoanalyzed forever yeah. it's like all about parental issues mommy yeah. issues daddy issues yeah which are kind of unseen right they're like not on screen no, which is no. weird in yeah, my it opinion is. it's yeah. like oh a lot of the stuff yeah. he's taking whatever he's you know, doing to take things out on people. It's like, we don't really know why he's doing this. Yeah. Other than he was manipulated. So, um, yeah, and towards the end of that chapter, um, they talk about the two different uh, people in um, that, that fairy tale or that tale. Um, I think it was in... See, the I, Arabian Nights? The Arabian Nights yeah. tale, right, with the two people. and, and Which I still have to read. I would... I, I really I, I've never hand. read it either. I, I feel like it's one of those on things. Yeah. That, I think I own it. I think when I first got my Kindle, like, way back when yeah. Kindle, they had all those, like, free it's books. It's long, right? It's Oh, it's, it's and big. I downloaded all those free, like, super... <laughs> yeah. one. I'm like, I'll read all these, and I read halfway through Wuthering Heights, yeah. and I'm like, I'm good. I'm going to go read yeah. comics. Um, But, you know, they're telling that story. They're kind of the two pairs that are predestined to be together, but are separated by fate and by distance. At the end of, of 56, uh, the end of the chapter, it says, with the hero and heroine following both the negative way, um, and, it has, and between them the continent of Asia, in this case, between them space, right. it will require a miracle to consummate the union of this internally predestined pair. The, the, the Raylo shippers out there yeah. <laughs> are hanging on to that sentence, yeah, yeah. right? Oh, that, sure. that is what they're going for. I hope that's not where it goes, but I, you know, I think it, the roadmap's been set up is that if they want to make... Ray and Kylo, a romantic pair, it would work. It may not be my favorite direction to go, but it wouldn't be out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, she mm. really feels like she can still turn him, right? Mm-hmm. And so does he. I think he feels that she, he can turn her. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Well, they've done a good job sort of setting those bounds where it, it does feel as though, like, Kylo's made yeah. his decision. But it just goes against everything. If he does turn, it just goes against everything that yeah. Luke, who's the real hero of mm-hmm. all three trilogies... Is, had dis, you know decided in his mind. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm just an old man. I just want episode nine to be Ray and Kylo and Luke sitting in a room together and talking mm-hmm. for like an hour and just like really like deep dialogue and like really getting mm-hmm. down into it. Yeah. And when we go back to the Apollo and Daphne myth, mm-hmm. uh, I can't help but think about Ray and Kylo and how mm-hmm. Kylo's trying to chase that. Uh, chase down Rey and, and have her join him in communion as a dark side user, as a ruler of the First Order, whatever, ha- what have you. It's very similar to the Apollo and Daphne myth. And um, I just, I found that, that interesting. I feel like he's, he, it's a very similar situation. Totally. Um, so cool. we ready for a supernatural aid? Sure. Yeah. Cool.
I mean, no shortage of supernatural aid, really. Right. And no. the basic argument is kind of in the title of that section. That the supernatural yeah. aid mm-hmm. comes to help the hero along, basically kind of right. provides them with um, guidance, and in some cases, actual amulets to yep. use to yeah. battle the, the dark that's eventually going to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, didn't have, I didn't have really any notes on this. Well, I had some at the very beginning kind of similar, like, who is the supernatural aid? Obviously, right. well, I don't want to say obviously, but it's mm. Obi-Wan, right, if we go to the original trilogy. Right. He literally hands Luke the lightsaber. Yeah. I mean, that's right. right there. Right. So I went with, in the sequel trilogy, I was like, is it Maz? Is it Maz? Because Maz also hands Rey the lightsaber, but Rey rejects it. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Han. It's Han. Because Han first meets her, guides her, mm. hands her the gun, hands her the blaster. She takes the blaster. Hmm. I mean, granted, I, 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 oh, think, I think it is Maz, but in yeah. Force Awakens, it's kind of interesting that Han, in some ways, fills that Obi-Wan role more than yeah. Maz does. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, but he's not I'm not sold really on that guy. So I mean, there's there's a level of Rey and Kylo aiding each other that yeah. I feel like we're ignoring mm-hmm. that I think is yeah. huge in the yeah. sequel trilogy. That's I interesting. Think their, yeah. their growth is almost dependent on right. each other. Yeah. They're just a couple yeah. of kids yeah. trying to figure it out with no help from their and parents. And that's very similar. Yeah. To, I would argue that's very similar to the Jedi and the Sith. I would mm-hmm. say that, you know, uh, whenever, you have the, whenever you have a light side force, it's going to, you know, whenever you light a candle, it's going to cast a shadow, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's like there's always going to be something to meet that, that need yeah. Yeah. and balance out. So I feel like they're, they're, their growth is pretty dependent on one another. Um, something I thought was really interesting was, I think on page 60, um, it's talking more about the characteristics of um, the supernatural aid. They're saying they're protective and danger, dangerous, motherly and fatherly at the same time. This supernatural principle of guardianship and direction unites in itself all the ambiguities of the unconscious. Uh, I'll just stop there for a second, but protective and dangerous. And I felt that hmm. a little bit with Luke, especially with the flashbacks where he's going to murder his nephew and things like that. There's there's danger elements to a lot of these characters yeah. as well, yeah. which is yeah. really, really cool. Um, and uh, so I just I plucked that out. I wrote Luke a lot, actually. I wrote uh, Luke as well. Um, on page 59, um, it talks about uh, such a figure of... Um, basically that one has to kn- uh, one has to only know and trust and the ageless guardians will appear the hero finds all the forces of their unconscious at his side that's force ghosts yeah, yeah. that is oh, force yeah. ghosts and I'm like we already know Luke's coming back yeah but of course Luke was coming back I yeah. mean you can't not have yeah. that if you're going with this archetypal storytelling yeah and it talks about the I mean it's funny. This book frames the hero usually as a male, and yeah. it has another uh, another paragraph here about the cosmic mother on page fifty nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know they they haven't really had a cosmic mother in Star Wars except for you maybe Leia, maybe yeah. um, Padme at times. Mm-hmm. Not really though. It's mm-hmm. really a cosmic father story. It's really yeah. Luke will likely be the cosmic father in Episode mm-hmm. Nine, right? He'll usually right. watch over Rey. Yeah. She'll be protected by all his yeah. boons and. Though- and I say Mon Mothma feels like a oh, cosmic mother oh, yeah, yeah, of the yeah. rebellion. Yeah. yeah, but remember, Leia was. The, everyone had said that seven was Han's movie, eight was Luke's movie, nine was going to be Leia's. Right, right. So yeah. there's always that question of was she going to become the cosmic mother, cosmic mother in, in yeah. nine? And now they had to kind of readjust because mm-hmm. of her passing. Oh, and wow. she could have been yeah. a major cosmic mother. That would be sure. quite a flip if she does pass away in this like time jump. And then she comes back as a force ghost. I my my odds are on. I think I already said this, but I, I think we're going to either see her as a hologram or as a force ghost. I think that yeah. I don't think we're going to get her actual physical yeah. presence in the movie. I do think we have to see her death, though. 
or like yeah. something that signifies yeah. it where she hadn't yeah. she, at least she doesn't funeral, die between films it'd be weird That'd to be read weird. it in a crawl but I just don't yeah. know what else to do. Can, yeah. by the way yeah. Leia's dead <laughs> enjoy that yeah. one word Leia died from her wounds Leia's dead yeah totally that would be like that would be a gut punch but like I mean unless they followed it like yeah, rebellion leader uh, Princess Leia or General Leia Organa passed away, and um, so we, you know, so they've they've done a disarmament and a truce for right. her funeral, and like yeah, that's where I it starts. That. Yeah, um, but yeah, that that would definitely be yeah. interesting. Yeah. And on on sixty one, they kind of do set the difference between Luke and Ray quite clearly. Mm-hmm. It says the hero to whom such a helper appears is typically one who has responded to the call. That's Luke. As much yeah. as Luke kind of says, "No, I can't." Well, I can't. What about the harvest? And yada, yada. it's yeah, like yeah. it's like yeah. five minutes in the movie, and then he's on board once yeah. you know they kill right. the, the aunt yeah. and uncle. And then the next line or line after that is, "But even to those who apparently have hardened their hearts." The supernatural guardians may appear. That's Ray. Like Ray is Ray. very like she takes an entire movie. Yeah. Actually, entire movie and a half. Like she's not. It's not. Even, we're halfway through. Right. Yeah. Episode eight before she's actually like, right. oh yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna talk train. about refusal to call. I mean, yeah. She literally it's, was like, no, to match. Yeah. 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 Like, and then yeah, keeps it going. Yeah. Gets her out of a couple of scrapes. I mean, I think if, if we go to the prequel trilogy, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's the it's the Gungans again. I mean, mm-hmm. like it's the. Mm. The uh, you know the speeder that they give to go through the center of the earth like they're you know it's oh, like a mystical world it's yeah. like it's you know it's something we haven't done we mm-hmm. haven't really seen an undersea species in a in a major movie um, I mean obviously the Moncal and the Quarren and all that but like but we didn't see no. we haven't seen yeah. it you know and so it feels it's underwater it's like this really cool supernatural world and then they yeah. they give them the tools to go on past the next threshold which is the right. planet core. Yeah, which it makes really perfect cool. sense because we're already dealing with supernatural characters yeah. who live in a, a tiered system of, of supernatural eight right. characters. Like, right. there's, there's higher level Jedi than Qui Gon and Obi Wan that they are yeah. mentored by. Sure, right, and so we can't really look at the Jedi for supernatural eight. I think you're right, Ben, in thinking that yeah. the Gungans yeah. are kind of this new, fascinating thing yeah. that we've never seen before. It's right. definitely wild, new, alien, strange. Yeah. Yeah. You're definitely onto yeah. it. I feel like yeah. now that you said that, it opens my mind because I don't have yeah. I have almost no notes about the, the, the prequel trilogy. It's hyper literal. But once you yeah. said that, I'm like, yep, that fits. Like yeah. everything's just kind of clicking into place. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the fact that they go through the planet core, it's like yeah. it's almost like yeah. a, a call to action for mm-hmm. George, who's like, we're gonna go into the subconscious right now. And I yeah. mean, he's following this book literally, and it's like this is how this trilogy is gonna start. We're gonna go deep, like yeah. really deep, yeah. right. really fast. And when they emerge on the other side. It's you know, I don't know. Who knows? Like that's when it, that's when it really kicks off. Then right. they find yeah, you know, um, yeah. That's I don't know. Cool. No, I think it's like a lot. Sure. Yeah. Uh, anything cool. else yeah. in section three? Uh, really, we may lay the twain eight. together and look at them both as they lie asleep side by side. So shall it appear to us which will be the goodlier and more beautiful of the two? And so, incidentally, to something going on in a zone of which. He was entirely unconscious. The destiny of life, reluctant Kamar al Zaman began to fulfill itself without the cooperation of his conscious will. I don't know. I think I just Beautiful. thought it thought that was pretty. <laughs> Stunning. <laughs> and no comment. Yeah, and that has nothing to do with anything. I just thought it sounded good. Oh, and also, um, she was of the true believing jinn. So they they talk about the jinn is like sort of the the um, is a demon, but I just mm-hmm. Qui Gon Jinn. I, I don't know. Yeah, like mm-hmm. literally, like I wonder. He's like that was his undertone. It's like, well, is he helping or is he hurting? We don't know. 
Yeah. A little ambiguity there. Well, hurting because there wouldn't be a Vader. If... Right, if it wasn't for him and his stick to itiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so then the part four is the crossing of the first threshold. Yep. Um, with the personifications of his destiny to guide and aid him, the hero goes forward in his adventure until he comes to the threshold guardian. Yep. In quotes, um, at the entrance to the zone of magnified power. Yeah. I mean, that pretty yeah. much... He's, yeah, he's a concise writer, yeah. yep. Campbell. Like, this that is, is the, there's a lot, that's, a lot of wasted words in this book. Yeah, no, yeah. it's that. And then and it's then lots of stories examples after examples that. Yeah, that and elucidates and a lot of Pulling apart speculation. the and, yeah. um, Is that just... The, to me, uh, the question, is that just the climax of the first movie of every trilogy? Is the Threshold Guardian? The first... Th- uh, yeah, in long form, yes. Yeah, definitely. In terms like, of, like, the overarching three films. Vader in the first one. It's Darth Maul in the prequel trilogies. It's Kylo in the new trilogy but like what do you think about in terms of the individual films yeah but themselves. within those yeah. films themselves uh yeah i think there's definite threshold guardians like uh Unker plot and mm-hmm. ray mm-hmm. um he's the, the the rations and her ability to survive her ability to get off world right. things like that phasma for finn yeah um oh, that's interesting like each character has their yeah, own. I, yeah i feel like each character has their own arc mini arc that it ha- involves yeah. their own threshold guardian so for luke is it is it uncle owen who is it definitely uh luke? definitely for luke. Yeah. definitely uncle owen. <laughs> i had uh the remote on <laughs> I wrote down the remote on the um on on the Millennium Falcon. I don't know why. There was just something about uh, it like where he was like he couldn't beat the remote. And because this is all we're still actually, in the call. Like, you know what, the you know what? Yeah. Uncle Owen's parental oppression and yeah. Uncle Plot's parental oppression. I think Threshold Guardian actually comes after these stages. Yeah. So okay. I think yeah. um because so these, these are very much chronological. Yeah. It's sort of like, yeah. oh, there's the yeah. first threshold guardian. Yeah. But like where he's trying to get to is the force. Right. And so there's this floating mechanical uh, remote that's yeah, shooting yeah. fire that he can't do right. until with his supernatural aid, Obi-Wan Kenobi, right. is like, use the force. And then mm-hmm. he, he conquers yeah. that threshold yeah, 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 yeah. guardian. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a stretch, totally. but it's yeah. not. No, it's, I, it's I there. feel you. No, that makes perfect sense. I like it. Um, what about uh, Phantom S? Is it Watto? Or the brain bomb, uh, the pod race, the pod race, oh, yeah. Because it's like that's when he taps into his force, mm-hmm. and it's also he frees everything. I mean, the right. first threshold is getting the f off Tatooine right. for him, you know, and freeing himself and getting them there. I mean, it all hinges on that pod race. Yeah. So Sabalba. Yeah. I don't know the whole thing. Yeah. Like I all, mean, Sabalba all the, actually looks like a threshold guard. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like all the adversaries or all the things against him at Tatooine, right. not making him. Yeah. Not but him that's leave. the yeah. main. I think that's the threshold. Sure. Is the is that makes sense? The literal gauntlet uh-huh. that is so the Sebulba, maze that is you're the thinking. Thing. Well, I mean, it's really the the whole pod, pod race. race. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, everything but, connected to that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it might. I mean, or Maul. But yeah. I, I don't know because like Maul, they have to actually get past him to get off the planet. At the very end. Oh yeah, right, of, right. of yeah, of that section of, of the that movie. scene. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, so they have to fight him, and then they're mm-hmm. then they're off. But um, but I mean, really, but even New Gunray is kind of um, trying to ob- obfuscate yeah. stuff and, and make things just you know more yeah. uh, uh, concealed and mystery yeah. and things like that. And I, th- I feel like that's kind of a, he's guarding yeah. something, guarding a secret. Well, they're sure. preventing them getting off Naboo, yeah. right? Like, yeah, so yeah. again, yeah. it's similar to like the Force Awakens. There's probably multiple threshold guardians yeah, yeah. for multiple yeah, characters. But yeah, I think I was just thinking this. Like, it's just, I mean, it's another dual dual hero uh-huh. thing. We have Qui-Gon and we have Anakin. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. like, and like that's, as that bifurcate, we start with Qui-Gon, we introduce to Anakin, and then mm-hmm. it's sort of passed from Anakin yep. to Obi-Wan, and then there we follow it their is. stories yep. until the end. I mean, again, this isn't anything new or exciting, but it is such an odd storytelling when, when in reality, like, Star Wars, The New Hope, starts with Luke for the most part. Like, yeah, yeah. we have the droids, but mm-hmm. first human really spending any time with is Luke. Right. Force Awakens, it's Ray for the most part, right? Yeah. It's Ray mm-hmm. and, and that. 
little bit of Finn first, but mostly Ray. Right. And then it's a good third of the movie before we actually meet Anakin yeah. in, in The Phantom Menace. So it is kind of harder in some ways to put this, because yeah. you have to identify one person. Yeah. But I like this idea that it almost transfers a third of the way, like at first you're following Qui-Gon, yeah. and then it transfers over to, to Anakin. Yeah. yeah, well, I think I think they're both parallel hero yeah. stories. Right. Because we follow the parallel hero stories of Obi-Wan and Anakin mm-hmm. after Qui-Gon mm-hmm. dies. Mm-hmm. And then it's, you the know, point. and it goes yeah. that way up until the... the the final thing where they face each other. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then yeah, I have Kylo and Maz as possibilities for the Threshold Garden Guardians, and Maz feels like a Threshold Guardian, even though she's not really an. An. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, she's not really a, a force fighting against her. It's just sort of, but she holds all the secrets, and and mm-hmm. she's you know demanding the call. Or give, she's I mean, she's really more she's a definitely the threshold guardian before they can enter the kind of the world of the force and their mm. destinies and yeah. their fate and who they are and identity and things like yeah. that. True. So yeah, I agree. But why did they go to Maz in the first place? He was like, oh, he was going to dump her on on Maz, and Maz was going to find out a way to get her to back to the rebellion. Right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then, but fate because brought the rebellion to uh, him. Han has his own refusal to call. To call right. 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 Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This, right. I mean. Again, the Cambellian structure is noted by all these directors and writers, but they mm. definitely play with it and they definitely push things around. Yeah. And they definitely give everyone these elements their in their, yeah. in their own Which story arcs. All right, yeah. so yeah. Han Solo is a Qui-Gon Jinn of the sequel trilogy. Prove me wrong. <laughs> is the what? Is the Qui-Gon Jinn of the, prequel tri- of the sequel trilogy. Prove me wrong. Oh, he he represents a different uh, refusal. He represents a different call to action, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like he. They're just different. Qui Gon yeah. wants to help Anakin. Yeah. Han want, doesn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, and, and that up, leads to a drastically different yeah. outcome. You know, yeah. usually. Yes, I just think it's interesting because it's it's almost opposite of of, of Obi Wan in the original mm-hmm. trilogy, and yet both of them end in the same place, almost literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tip one disappears, and the other one falls down a giant shaft. Right. Yeah. Right, but uh, and I, I, again, I think that Ray and Kylo play <laughs> off each other in terms of uh, like supernatural aid, threshold guardian, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, we need handrails in space. Yeah, uh, where's OSHA? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, cool. Uh, yeah. So then, yeah, that was threshold guardian, and then finally, belly of the whale. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah, really, really I literally cool. have one note in this entire chapter, but so you guys are the second. It, does it rhyme with Schmechmoshmorth? No, but but it, but it but it should. Yeah. You go first then, because yeah, you know. got it. Well, I mean, come oh, on. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know the the ultimate belly in the whale scene. I think is when they're inside the Exogorth. Right. Yeah. In, right. Uh, right. Totally. In, uh, I mean, that second movie though, which yeah. is very much in the middle of it, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's very much it. I'm trying to like encapsulate this, but it's like. I'll just read the first chapter paragraph because oh. that pretty much I'm sure yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. The idea that the passage of the magical threshold is a transit into a sphere of rebirth is symbolized in the worldwide womb image of the belly of the whale. The hero, instead of conquering or conciliating the power of the threshold, is swallowed into the unknown and would appear to have died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, they didn't really... They're trying to play dead while the Empire's uh, searching for yeah. them. Um, I think... Yeah, Exogorth, uh, Starkiller Base is what I had mm, for interesting um, for that because she kind of gets lost in there. Like, oh, I guess she's died because she's been captured hmm. and taken into that base. Yeah, and, and there is that that yeah. that imagery of of Kylo of Kylo shutting her down, like on right on Masquerade's castle, making yeah. her faint, taking her into the ship, kind yeah, of yeah. right. Right, so very yeah, yeah. 
animal-esque yeah. ship. Same thing with the original trilogy, right? I mean, same thing with 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 uh, yeah, uh, the Death Star, the Death Star, like literally yeah. Millennium Falcon yeah. pulled into Boom. the Death Star, Death Star, Star right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wrote I wrote Death Star as well, and then um, the the tough one is the prequels. I did Geonosis, sort of like when they're mm. fighting through that machine, I, and I think that I have a quote in here too, um, uh, where it's like there's a lot of things. Um, fun here but like with all the machinery going around and he's fighting his way through the mm-hmm. plant and stuff yeah. like that feels belly of the whaleish mm-hmm. and then you know ultimately being and there's living creatures everywhere yeah. it's like those um those uh geonosians actually look a lot like a little like minoc-esque yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 um the temple interior the belly of the whale and the heavenly land beyond above and below the confines of the world are one and the same so mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. That's I don't know. They have they have. He has a lot of interesting yeah. sort of things. The only note I have in this, and so he says a couple things real quick on seventy seven. A passage of a threshold is a form of self annihilation. Yeah. Um, and then yes. towards the bottom of the page, physical body of the hero may actually be slain, dismembered, and scattered over the land and mm-hmm. land or sea. That's all the dismemberment that you yeah. see in Star Wars constantly, which mm-hmm. makes yeah. it weird that we haven't seen any in the yes. sequel trilogy. No one's lost yeah. a hand or an no arm one's or lost anything. a limb yet. I mean, uh, Kylo gets his face cut up a little yeah. bit, but like, right. yeah. yeah, I'm waiting for some arms to go flying. I know it was like they should have they missed an opportunity with Finn right during that battle. Like he should have lost something, right? Yeah, but I guess he's not too well. He already lost character. pretty big in the Force Awakens, uh, right? He gets kind yeah, of his back. Kind of back. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but he's like energy. fine now. He's like just a scratch. Yeah, yeah. He was asleep for 15 minutes I and thought, woke up. Man, I thought that uh, Ray had cut off Kylo's hand in that that sword fight yeah but it, like he like just did, took yeah. a lump and was like nah i'm good yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it was weird I mean, yeah. he gets all messed up right he gets shot mm-hmm. by chewy he gets cut through the face but like mm-hmm. no nothing no dismemberment from yeah. anyone anywhere you know it's weird do we do we not see the chewy wound when he's when he's doing ben swallow uh, because is it no. did he get shoot like yeah, he below that wrapping sh- like oh, where yeah, he has exactly. like the highway that's exactly yeah. right because it's really sport. it's really because you can't see his belly button yeah right yeah it would have been cool if they showed like some scarring from that uh-huh. blaster, yeah. though. And maybe yeah. they do, and I just I didn't know. see it. I was just. I bet it's lower. I bet you're right. I bet it's just that's why maybe. Or we get a yeah. we get a pretty literal belly of the whale scene in the Last Jedi when Ray jumps into the sinkhole oh. that literally has a yeah. blowhole. Yes. It has a yes. blowhole. Yeah, right. Yeah. And you see the blowhole go up, and totally. you're like, oh, it's like a whale, right? It feels like a whale. And she goes inside. Um, yeah. Good call. Yeah, and it's like she's risking life and yeah. death. Like she could be. Yeah, who yeah. knows what's going to happen in there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's weird. In the Phantom Menace, it's like Tatooine is the belly of the whale. Yeah, mm. like the when the Nubian ship runs out of yeah. juice, it's you like they got to land there. No yeah. Has to land there. It's yeah. life or death at yeah. that point. You're totally right. Um, yeah, I think you said Geonosis for Attack of the Clones. Yeah, Attack of the Clones. I, but I thought of like sort of just yeah, yeah. the like most straightforward imagery. But you're totally right. They're yeah. stuck on Tatooine. Yeah, and they gotta yeah. they gotta get out there for all uh-huh. of their yeah. reasons. But it's interesting because like yeah. so when you look at like. Uh, Death Star, they're sucked in, and then in eight in Last Jedi, she's kind of sucked into the blowhole, right? Cause yeah, they kind of make it seem like she slipped. She didn't slip. Like I don't, I've yeah. never seen anyone slip like that, right? Like I always, no. I always have a feeling that the dark, whatever it was, she amid meditation pencil dived into that thing. Oh point. well, I meant yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm just joking. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. Man. yeah. That's funny. <laughs> you know that that actually that takes me back. If you go with if. If really Tatooine is the belly of the whale in Phantom yeah. Menace, yeah. then really the Threshold Guardians are the battle droids and the droid army on Naboo. 
and like that's who they have to fight through right yes. to get the main characters yes. off and, pretty like, lame that's threshold real, guardians yeah. but yes that's why i was yeah. saying i was saying newt gunray <laughs> yeah. the trade yeah, federation as a whole now. oh and the yeah, yeah the, definitely because the, the fleet this is still yeah. to get through yeah yeah this is oh. before initiation this is right. before the road of trials right. so we're dealing it's with really early the early days. stage yeah. of the adventure yeah. yeah so then so really the threshold is the uh is the blockade right that makes a lot of sense and the supernatural aid is is r2d2 Yes. Once again, though, with the with the prequel trilogies, the lesson is don't look deep. Yeah. Look surface. <laughs> We're thinking way look too surface. hard about yeah. these yeah. things when they're it's just like literal right walls, there. like yeah. a literal oh, blockade. So you're saying the blockade is the threshold? <laughs> is, a, is a blockade? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, rats. <laughs> and so I would argue that maybe in Attack of the Clones it happens earlier. The um, yeah. The the belly of the whale scene. Like, right, Camino. Oh, you Camino, know, what? and maybe? then if we, yeah, I maybe. I was sorry, I was going to go to another yeah. thing. If we start opening up to like the third film, right? Yeah. You get Return of the Jedi. You literally mm-hmm. get the Rancor, right? You literally oh, get him yeah. going into the oh. Rancor pit, right? Yeah. Like, there's yeah. so much of that imagery when you just yeah. keep looking at each film. Yeah, totally. Yeah. The Sarlacc, which Boba Fett might have to survive that belly of the whale yeah. for yes. a long time. Yeah, that'll be funny though. That's he true. comes out changed, and maybe Look, he's a whole different yeah. character. They already set up. Should, should we? Do we have a couple minutes to do? Boba Fett, like just look at Boba Fett alone yeah, yeah. through sure. this through this sure. lens, right? Yeah, so, yeah, right. let's think about this. So, uh, it's call to action, right? He's mm-hmm. on, well, he's on Camino. Com- or Gino? Oh, Django, you're saying? No, oh. I'm saying Boba, right? Oh, Boba, yeah, he's yeah, a okay, little yeah. kid. Oh, like, we're going his right? told life story. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. let's do it his for life a second. Story. Yeah. Well, what is his call? His call to action. I mean, he's pretty has a nice little happy life as a bounty hunter's kid on Camino. Yep, and right? his dad says, "We got to go." Right, we got to go. Yeah, right. Yep. And then, yeah, not parental oppression, though. He, like, loves his dad. Nope. Yeah. So then they go to Geonosis. Yep. Right? And then call to action is when his dad, dad gets dies. His head. Yep. Dad yep. dies. Yep. That's his call to action. Yeah. Right? And then... Um, Skip ahead. He goes to prison. Right. Right? Almost yep. immediately yep. he's the, in prison, the, the right? Kyle, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. The um, yeah. Which is maybe that's really his first belly of the way, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and his threshold guardians are like... Uh, isn't he in there with, like, Bosk? I think and, so. And, um, well, there's... Uh, this is well, Clone the first War. time, first time Clone we see him in Clone right? Wars, yeah, Wars, Clone Wars animated. Yeah. yeah, the first time you see him in the Clone Wars, he's doing that undercover mission yeah. on Geonos on Camino. Uh, oh, yes, playing a cadet, first posing as a. And what's, yeah. he's with the bounty hunters? At what's that, point, that woman bounty hunter? Because she's the one that gets killed by uh, Aura Singh. Aura Singh. Yeah. yeah. So wait, does Beckett kill Aura Singh, or does we don't see that? Yet. We don't see it, but we hear it referenced. We, in, right, and I forget the reference. Beckett is the one references pushing her off the. Right, like oh yeah, Um, and Lando thanks him for it. So yeah, so he's with Aura Singh, and they're doing a job Uh there, yeah, which is successful, ish, yeah, Mm -hmm. right. But he he's trying to kill Mace Windu. Mm -hmm. Like his whole thing is trying to kill Mace, and keeps kind of failing at it. Right, and so he enlists as a trooper, right, and then he he gets found out. Found out, so that fails. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting if we just look at the movies proper, right? Like so. What's really interesting is that if you're James Mangle, right, and you're like, yeah. I'm, I'm telling the Boba Fett story, right, and you take it very literal, and you only think of the the, the four, three, uh, movies he pops up yeah. in. Yeah. If you take the Sarlacc pit, my thought is, if you take the Sarlacc pit as a belly of the whale, yeah. like James Mangle, you start post that in his in his yeah. life, like he's had the call right. to action, right. he's had the threshold, belly of the whale, and now it's what's his life since then. Yeah. If you're painting right. him as a as a hero. Well, those steps will all, all reoccur again. Right. After yeah, the of course, because I mean, it's but, just all but yeah, circles, I, I, circles. In terms yeah. of the long form, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, agree I with feel that. like, though, if you do that, his nemesis and his motivation, he wants to kill Han Solo, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you can't do you that. You can't. 
he can't kill Han Solo. You know, I mean, you could you could use Alden Ironreich and sort of age him or something. I don't know. Which you totally can. I mean, look at all yeah. the Marvel movies. Like now, that that that's like diet. Yeah. It's costing time to do that. So you just yeah, do age. You him. could do that, so he could eventually see him and fail again. Yeah, right. but it's like. I feel like I want to see Boba Fett do something cooler. I want to well, see when they removed. first announced um, I, when they when Disney first announced their slate of films, it yeah. said Fett slash Solo anthology series or whatever. Oh, mm. connected together. Yeah. So <coughs> it, I don't think it would have been post Sarlacc pit. Yeah. I think we would have seen more Boba Han rivalry yeah, with young Alderaan Reich. Yeah. yeah. It was going to be that whole thing. Yeah. That whole thing was going to be he, James Mangold was jumping on to do the next Solo film. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. But which would have been a Boba that. film. Which would have been Boba. Yeah. yeah. Boba Focus. That would have been cool. I want that, I wanted that trilogy. I wanted yeah. the solo Lando yeah. Because you want trilogy. that Nar Shadda look. You want that yeah. like dark streets, neon, yeah. that yeah. kind of Coruscant street level stuff that we saw. But yeah. it wasn't done well. It was kind of like yes. too much green screen. Too yeah. The lighting yeah. was too lighting was bright. Tough. Yeah. We never, he never sets. takes his helmet off and it's John Hamm yep. the whole time. <laughs> I'm telling you, boys. I'm on. That's, Honestly. That's why, yeah. the, the, that's why the Dread movie from two years or five, five years ago works. It's because Dread, Dread never takes his, his helmet, helmet off. off. You know what yeah. You know what they should do, though? Because it, it's, it's so good. The John Hamm reading is so good. What they should do is they should have Boba use some sort of vocoder at some point yeah. where he's John Hamm for a second and then yeah. jumps back to Tamora Morrison. You know what I mean? There's like three people in the theater. Some kind of security threshold. I feel like they should use Tamora Morrison's face but yeah. they should use John Hamm's voice. Totally. Nothing against tomorrow Morrison. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be, I'd be fine if it was his yeah. thing. Sure. It just sort of would be funny yeah. and like because they can, why not but, do it? But, you know, yeah. it's always so difficult to cast, to recast roles, right? Yeah. Like yeah. even there's so much of a barrier with Alden Allen, right? Right, 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 and, like, right. Just don't. Just don't have him take his helmet off. That's yeah. all you have to do. Yeah. Don't need him to ever take, why doesn't he take his helmet off? Mm-hmm. You just gotta, I mean, the main character never see his face. You gotta see it once. Judge Dredd. Dredd from four years ago works because that, he I never love that takes movie. his head, helmet he off. He takes his helmet off. Once, he doesn't. Doesn't he? Nope. You can see his mouth. That's the only difference. Right. Is I mean, his helmet. That's... So that might be the difference, but he never takes his helmet off. It's Carl Orban. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> he, I <laughs> never love takes his helmet off. I love that actor, first of all. He should be in a. Uh, Star Wars movie, he totally and, and I love. But he's that. too busy being McCoy. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, a great yeah. bones. He is. Um, all right, cool. Sorry, no, 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 no. That was a good. That was a good. Um, that was a good tangent. Yeah, but um, yeah. So I mean, yeah. yeah, the belly of the whale really. I mean, I think would be prison for him. Like, sure, the first time because it's yeah. like that's yeah. where he makes all his connections. He yep. decides he's going to live this life of crime. Yeah, after. he decides, right? That, right. That's right. Like the, the next part of that is the, yeah. yeah he's going to hustle and then there's some great things. He has, he's already leading a team but like before he's, you know, right. past his quinceanera. Quinceanera. Right, right. right, that makes sense. Right? <laughs> the, next, <laughs> the next step's initiation which we'll talk about next time, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 About that would be getting out of jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. It's in with the people. It's initiation. All right, cool. Well, so we'll do, we actually, this is great. Yeah. yeah. This is great. I, I wish we knew the topics of Favreau's and Benioff and Weiss and um, Ryan Johnson's movies. Oh, that was another yeah. piece of news today that I got. I saw that Ryan too. Ryan Johnson, like, someone was like, hey, you still working on that trilogy? And he's like, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was yeah. all. You know, it was yeah. like, don't yeah. worry about it. Oh, and, and a fist pound, so, like, yeah, you know it, bro. Yeah, yeah. So here's my thinking. I So as much as there was all that news that um, Star Wars is slowing down on these mm-hmm. There's nothing on the schedule. There's never been anything on the schedule post episode nine, right? Like there've been a lot of hints about what was coming out, but no calls in terms of dates. There's nothing yeah. saying there's going to be this movie in 2020. Yeah, they're slow playing everything. They're closing down the news cycle, and they're still yeah. moving forward with all the writing. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. second episode nine breaks every record in the world. They're going right. to be like, "Here's the three movies coming out in yep. the next yeah. three years. Enjoy." Yeah, because we've been working on them. 
underneath everything, ready to just start filming yeah. the second that's released. And you're talking like there's not going to be those like Fett movie or those that trilogy. It still can happen. Still I happen. still hope so. Yeah. I mean, again, all in good time. Lando came out pretty much unscathed in yeah. all the reviews of that, yeah. and actually, Alden Alderweireld did too. Like people did right. enjoy his there solo. Were no bad reviews. No, it was the revolts like, were just yeah, it just, didn't, bad, it just underperformed. Didn't underperformed. But but pretty much everyone liked yeah. it. I think it was just yeah yeah. I mean, the more people I've talked to since then, a lot of my friends, they're like, mm. "Oh, was that solo movie good?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. it was amazing." They're like, "Oh yeah, we just didn't see it." You it's know? gonna be really big. It's gonna be right. one of those ones that kind of like right. five years down the line, people are gonna love and talk about right. a lot. It's right. just gonna be a, a quote unquote cult. So we're just say right. cult movie that made you know three hundred million dollars. Yeah. yeah. I honestly think if they just put out a Star Wars movie every Christmas Agreed. forever, yeah. that's fine. And then yeah, I think that because that's yeah. when people are watching movies, and it'll be a family movie, yep. and people are going to go see it. Year we're back at yep. home for Christmas, and yeah, we're going to yeah. go to the thing. You, and you'll bring your parents with you. You'll make right. your parents go. You make yeah. your parents go. And yeah. I think that that was the key to mm-hmm. making a billion dollar movie. If that's what you're, you know, that's yeah. what your market Dry is. Dry times for blockbuster movies at that time. Yeah. So people are just psyched to see something on yeah. the big screen in IMAX. Yeah, yeah they should have just done yeah. it this Christmas instead of. And I think that would have it would have entirely. I think so. I mean, oh, they would have at least doubled their profits. Yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully, they think that too, and mm-hmm. and they'll just do because I'd be happy with that. Just one Star Wars movie a year. That'd be I've great. I mean, I would I would watch four a year, but four? Four. Um, but, but if they if that's their balance is one a year, then uh-huh. that's great. Yeah. The audience isn't there. I don't think for yeah. two a year. To be yeah. honest, it's not well, the same thing. Now as we've got one. they've got five hundred days between mm-hmm. Solo and yeah. Nine, so and that's still plenty of time. I mean, in theory, they could announce this anytime this year. Mm-hmm. That they are going to do the Fett movie yeah. and still have it out by 2020, right? Totally. Yeah. I feel like Ryan Johnson's movies are going to have to be so far in the future that Luke and the Skywalkers are seen almost similar to how the Wills are yeah. seen now in yeah. terms of age and how how far gone that that legend is. Oh, you yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I something like that. A lot. To really yeah. re- re- redo the slate and, and do yeah. something new, they're going to have to do something like that. I feel like, and then I wouldn't be surprised if Benioff and Weiss's thing gets announced first. I think that might mm. be something that they've been working really? on for. I, I yeah, I don't I think don't they've know. worked on it at all. I feel because like they've got to finish up Game of Thrones. Is, but mm. yeah, I mean so, they're in post on that, and they yeah. said they're not going to be done with. I still think they're not going to be done with post know, on that, that until back May even right. More, right? next yeah. year. So yeah. that's which is so crazy. Can you imagine yeah. working on a project that's like, Ugh, yeah, yeah, we've got all the resources in the world and we can only might yeah. be able to get it done by May. That's mind boggling. Yeah. Um, but, but they're, yeah, so they're used, they're used to a pretty tough workflow, though. I wouldn't. I, I can imagine them just jumping right onto the next thing. I really? think so too, and I think yeah. that you're also a lot of that stuff you're outsourcing to people. You're not there on a on a day to day basis. Yeah, Maybe special like effects for Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. So if you have yeah. if you have an eight hour day, you're not doing anything. I, those two, I have imagined, they're just workhorses. They're yeah. probably like. Yeah. So I always think of like. So this is a weird example, but I was talking with some of my professor friends about mm-hmm. teaching, and we have we can teach during the summer if we want for like extra pay. Yeah. And there's a philosophy of like, do you want to teach? first half of summer or second half of summer and my philosophy is I teach first half of summer because I'm already burnt out by May so what's another eight weeks right. <laughs> as opposed to like yeah. having time off and then going mm-hmm. like I'm going to start school early and like yeah. so like I have a feeling yeah, if yeah. they're anything like me they're like you know what we're already in like high work mode yeah. let's just spend eight hours writing you know what I mean let's just keep, yeah. keep yeah. the That's momentum too, going yeah. so yeah. I bet you those scripts are farther along than we think I, they are I feel like yeah. it's easier to write the old republic and whatever Ryan's going to do because I feel like that yeah. he has to basically yeah. reinvent the wheel. Yeah. You know, it's pretty crazy. Something I was reminded of um, when I was watching The Last Jedi on a plane um, earlier this week, and uh, I saw they show in Luke Skywalker's hut 
mm-hmm. um, which I did finally get that the, it's the red fives oh, panel yeah. on the door. Like I'm like, oh, it's super subtle, but good for you. Yeah, yeah. it's like, and it's got the five hash marks on yeah, it yeah. too. So you're yeah. like, all right, that's kind of cute. Yeah, I got destroyed <laughs> on Reddit. For right, but uh, so they they do a rack focus. Um, and it's a close-up of his necklace with the red crystal. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that is canon. That's Revan's lightsaber crystal. Yeah. Really? Is that in the visual dictionary? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Which is like, so he's canon. So, yeah. I mean, great story. I think that would be a great Benioff and Weiss. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, he can wield the both dark side and the yeah. light yep. side. Yeah, he's a really complex character yeah. that would work in yeah. a series, in mm-hmm. a longer series. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like they could totally, it would be... Super medieval feel yep. to it, and yeah. um, but do you want Rakatans, the Starforge, all that I, kind know, of stuff? I don't know. I, I don't. I'm not familiar with it. I only flirted with the series. I haven't read the yeah. books or anything. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. You tell me. What would you? Because uh, I know. love the Starforge. It's actually my favorite like yeah. doomsday weapon of all the Star Wars stories I've, I've heard, read, listened to, I watched, played, um, and it's awesome, dude. It looks cool. It looks really cool. Almost like a starship. Star it's like yeah. a giant thing, a giant ship-like device that I think is a planet killer, I believe. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's it has like an endless fleet inside of it too. Yeah. I believe it, it yeah. bothered me the least. <laughs> yeah, as close as I get, because every time there's another super weapon, I'm like, enough with the super weapons, but. That I remember that not bothered. I, I did. It looked cool. That. It looked uh, really cool. I didn't cool. mind that. I, in the in the Poe Dameron, they mentioned another super weapon, and I'm like, please yeah. God. No. What was cool about the yeah. Star Forge is that it was already built and just sitting out yes. in the middle of right? nowhere, and you actually had to just do all this, you know, archaeological, you know, uh, surveying That's to figure right. out where that, it was. It was really yeah. cool. It was kind of yeah. something that's just from an ancient civilization yeah. or something. It was kind of yeah. neat. It's just like find someone that was kind of cool. Just, the yeah. ancient super weapon rather than something they built. Yeah. Yeah, that could be fun to see on the big screen, right? This mm-hmm. idea of like a race towards just finding the super weapon that some other ancient yeah, yeah, state cool. civilization has out there. That'd be yeah. super cool. And my mind goes immediately back to Indiana Jones because yeah, my that's mind is very not, my mind's Jones, not Star Wars. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. not Indiana Jones. Yeah, <laughs> I think a good Star Wars film has a lot of Indiana Jones in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They use a lot of the Indiana Jones temp music when they're totally. scoring those things. Oh, so yeah. They think about Indiana yeah. Jones a lot. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that would be really great. And then, you know, we're just thrust into a world, back into this opulent world that I want to see again with uh-huh. the Force and yep. you know, a lot of dark side users, a lot yeah, of yeah. light side users, yes. and new characters, uh-huh. and people will line up for it. And um, and then it'll have this whole, like, antiquated, like, c- cyberpunk or maybe, like, steampunk in space, cyberpunk sort of mm-hmm. aesthetic to it. You know, like, it'll be old, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I just pictured a bunch of people with top hats and monocles and, yeah. lights, and lightsabers. <laughs> and lightsabers, yeah. Steam, and now I was laughing, and now I kind of want to see that. Yeah, wait a second. Yeah, 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 yeah I mean, you yeah. Could, let's go crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, that would be cool. Yeah. And pocket watches. And pocket watches. Light pocket watches. Yes. Um, all right. Well, cool. super good. That was really fun. Thanks for listening um, to this whole thing. Next week, um, we're going to do uh, just a quick 70 pages of reading. Oh, man. Come on, guys. Um, you're killing me. The here. Initiation, Chapter 2, uh, where we'll go through the Road of Trials, the meeting <laughs> with the goddess, women as the temptress, that's... atonement with the yeah. father. Huh. And by the uh, way, that's 86 pages. Yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, I was, it was a rough thing. Uh, and the we could break it in half, but it's up to you guys. Yeah, let's just do it. Let's, let's do it. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. With this Maybe book, during our retreat this weekend, we can all sit around yeah. the lake and um, read. Yeah, oh. that's actually what I do, actually, when I go up there. So. <laughs> Imagine the three of us sitting in, on a lake with 
our three similar Heroes books. Jerk. Oh, yes. God. That's so adorable. Someone just has to throw, like, a hamburger at us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nerds! If, like, someone yeah. on a sea dude doesn't splash yeah. us, like, yeah. I'll be a little... Just... Yeah, we have to get splashed. Behind the scenes, guys, we're doing a Star Wars weekly retreat this weekend. We yes. Um, yes, with a top-secret mission that we can't tell you about, but it is Star Wars-related. And, um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. We're going to hang out and... Um, in, in New Hampshire. So if Basically, you're in Winnipesaki, yeah. spray us with your seat. Yeah. We'll do this, too, except without recording. Yes, either. we're going to do yeah, our own Oct 2. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, we might talk about Star Wars a little bit. All right, well, uh, see you later, and may the Force be with you. <laughs>